Forgot to hit the uh, unmute button, uh, but we got Brian Carpenter set to talk to us today. He's a Purple Heart recipient, MMA trainer, bodybuilder, also a writer. Uh, we're going to talk about his upcoming book. 
Uh, we got other things to talk about, uh, like the Perv and Kent Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. And we got Playing With Balls, Crazy News, uh, Say What, and much more. Um, I want to introduce you to my co-host. And uh, that's Mark Warren and Chris Kettler. Say hello, fellas. Hello, Not just fellows. wave, this is radio. Hello, fellas. <laughs> oh, so the sound's on now, though? Yes, the sound so is on. If people can read lips, That's it's perfectly we're doing fine. This. The sound is on. Come on, man. Then what you do is you put the mic with the pointy oh, with oh, the oh, sound and the pudding in the sound. Busted it out already, already yeah. man. Oh, so that was vanilla pudding on here. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yummy. Ew. Yes. Hey, China. Hi, China. Thank you for joining us. China. Um, and held here in captivity against her will yep. is the one they today. call Ashley. Yep. I'm actually here against my will. Good morning, I'm Ashley. I'm trapped in the box. Good morning, Chris. It almost looks like you're in prison. Yeah, it does. I, I feel like it. Like, <laughs> Solitary all the time. confinement. Put some bars on. This is what there. I Can need, though. CGI Solitary some bars confinement. On. I mean, I could add them if you really yeah, want. Yeah, do the bars. <laughs> some chain link fence Shock. with barbed wire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely got the chain link fence. Let's let's like? see if I can put that in there real quick. <laughs> I just yeah, need uh, I can't do it right now. I moved it somewhere else. I'm not. Looking for it. It would have been funny though. Ashley's here. Uh, Ashley's yes. here. Ashley's dying. Yeah, but I'm yeah. here. So she's she's that dedicated. Really. Yeah, yeah. Tommy's just like, I want you on the show. And yeah. then I was like, oh, my god. Well, she adds a different dynamic to the yes. show, and it's it's always nice to have a female perspective with stuff. Especially if we're going to be talking about a perv in Kent today. Yeah, you so. need my perspective yeah. for that. How do you yeah. feel about pervs? Well, <laughs> it'd be so much different than not you guys. You know? I love you guys, I love perms. I love them. They're they, right. they make me feel good. I, I sound like, like the good perm brings too. my self esteem. Perm up. always, you know, kind of brings out things, you know, when you get a new perm. Yeah, and... but pervs with perms vehemently yeah. against those. I don't know. I, I sounded know. like um like a like the New York Post when I was talking about pervs, so it's like there's a perv in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> the bozo. The bozo. Yeah, they always use really like a the the, the influx of the yeah, words. Yeah, there's clowns running the streets. Yeah. It's the end of days. Do you remember a couple years ago when the there perms. was like weird people dressing up as clowns around? Yeah. Yes. What, yes. Like, it happened, happened and then nobody ever talked about it again. Yeah. It just happened and it, it was happened over. twice. Uh, did it happen two times? Two years. I thought it was just the one, yeah. the one year, and yeah. then, like, it just never happened again, and no one ever talked about did it. Did it have something to do with, like, it happened in Lakewood, too, and they had a bunch of machetes? I, I don't yeah. know. Did yeah. they get weapons, I think, sometimes? It happened. And chased, it did. They killed anybody, but there were, like, 30 they guys chased dressed people, clowns. And yeah. then, like, it's just freaking me out. Yeah. Like, why are you, who, what are you doing with your life that you have yeah. time? It was to, like, on the news, Chris. It, it was an urban legend. It's an urban legend. I saw somebody. I saw somebody standing in on sidewalk. I saw a clown with a machete in the woods. In a car, oh, they, didn't, they didn't chase me though. I was on mushrooms. They didn't chase me. I've never been on mushrooms, so I can't. I can't. I would say like to be right. on mushrooms. He would like to be on. Mushrooms. I do. I like mushrooms on my pizza. I don't like mushrooms on there. I'm just waiting for not mine to kick in, mushrooms. ladies and gentlemen. We're not <laughs> talking about portabella. What's <laughs> portabellas? Why that would work? With a cracked egg on it. Yeah. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Brad Pendergrass. If I'm not mistaken, he's from Nashville, Tennessee area. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I could be wrong, though. Hey, Urabadi. It could be. Mark, you should exploit that. Wait, which thing? That I could be wrong. Oh, I sound way till a sports take. (laughs) Yeah. Just dog you on that. Yeah. (laughs) 
We're always wrong you, on that. You get your 15 minutes. It's, right. It's, it's the only reason why I'm here is they occasionally be sort of right about sports sometimes. Occasionally, yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make, make some guesses. It's either, I'm 0 for 2 with the Browns thus far. I was yeah. wrong on the Ravens wait, thing. Wait, I was wrong wait. on the Seahawks thing. So I was definitely right on the Seahawks. Yeah, good for you. I called the Browns <laughs> sucking back when they hired this guy, man. I said, yeah. you guys have all been fooled again. See if anybody's in the chat. Fooled nope. again. Trying to put a sunflower. Yeah, sunflower. I said no one else wants to talk to us, though. No. So Everybody's, it's whatever. No one's feeling it this um, morning. So we're going well, to go into to our that. first topic. First topic. Yes. What's our first topic? Hey, Claude. Hey, Claude. Hey, Great to hear you. See ya. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Did you get that name after the cat attack? The cat you said what now? Huh? Claude. Claude. Get it. What cat? As Claude, in C-L-A-W-E-D. Like he was Claude. Get it? I'm corny. Sorry to make fun of your name, Claude. <laughs> I was, didn't mean that. It was hey, wordplay. It's, it's a dad joke for you. It's a dad joke, yes. It's not a dad joke if you're not a dad. <laughs> Ooh. It's a creepy uncle joke, that. <laughs> um, yeah, so two Cuyahoga County jailers who were caught on camera and beating Thanks, restrained Sarah. inmate plead guilty. Um, well, thank you for oh, not wasting our taxpayer dollars. I know, right? They were caught on camera beating restrained inmates. Expedite this process. Um, They were caught on camera brutally beating an inmate in a restraint chair in March, pleaded guilty. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Tuesday, the charges related to the innocent innocent (laughs) incident. Wow. On Tuesday, Nicholas Evans pleaded guilty to attempted felonious assault and tampering with evidence. Uh, Timothy Duggan, which sounds like some Duggan. Yeah, uh cop that would beat somebody yeah. tied up. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, pleaded guilty to attempted abduction and misdemeanor assault. Abduction? Yes. Fuck what was he trying to Because they were he was restrained and he was taken into this okay. room against the Oh my will. god. Like they will both taken. be sentenced on December twelfth. Good. Fuck In, that guy. Fuck inmates do not surrender their human dignity. Uh, god, I cannot talk today. Uh inmates do not surrender their Human dignity. Dignity. <laughs> oh, it's like Emily. Oh, now. wait. Are the guys pictured on the video right now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Those look like guys who would. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. These two men. They look like guys that what? Don't have any dignity? Yeah. yeah. Dignity. <laughs> or whatever he's saying. Takers of dignity? <laughs> These two men abuse their authority to pound yeah. a prisoner <laughs> strapped to a chair. The that sounds like another good time. Uh, we wouldn't stand for a dog to be treated we like that. Stand or let alone by that. someone exercising the authority of the state. So is he carrying him to a dog? We wouldn't stand or sit or lay down for I that. I think I yeah. saw this video on Pornhub. Yeah, two guys pounding another guy in prison. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what it sounds like. It was, a, it was a Pornhub thing, man. Yeah, these guys. Do we actually like have the video. Oh, no. oh, we have the video. Yeah, oh, the no. Pornhub video. <laughs> Which one? No, no the actual video, fuckers. No. All right. Um, no, don't show that video. Scene sounds like an two, episode of All right, so scene two, they bring the family members in. You see the one gentleman. I don't know who's who, but one gentleman drags a man. Well, the guy in the chair is the prisoner, and the other guy is the uh, officer. <laughs> He's well, like, yes. Duh. The guy <laughs> There's dragged Mark, in. Mark knows what's going on. He's got something around his face. <laughs> He's on point. <laughs> it's like a mask of some sort. It looks like this dude's straight talking shit to these uh, officers, though. It's like, man. <laughs> He's you about know, to get a beat down. Yeah. You're lucky I'm in this <laughs> chair. You're lucky I'm You know, you're 
you should really let me out because um, you know my, your mom's missing me. <laughs> That's what he's saying right now. He's saying, you know, if I were strapped up to this chair, you salty ass, hockey ass, cracker ass bitch. It's so funny too. Watch. Dugan's the guy with the one, beard. Yeah, when the other guy comes in, then he it turns off. You know, oh. no, listen, oh, God damn it. God. When the other guy comes in, this guy turns off his uh, his uh, his camera. Right, his chest cam. His chest cam. Uh, Ryan said two guys, one cell. I like Bam. that. Bam! Oh no! Yes. Look at that shit. Bam! You guys are way ahead of the video I'm watching, so. Hey, so Larry. You're watching hey, the Larry. show while it's on the show? Yeah. And he said, like, Good. don't be talking about my mama. Don't be talking <laughs> about my mama. That's what he's saying right now. That was the funniest mama I've ever heard. And you're not mama. getting your pudding cup today. That's for That's damn right. sure. I'm eating that pudding cup. I eat your pudding cup. Hey, Tommy Parker. Hey, it looks like ahead. he's still talking shit to him now. <laughs> he's like, man, no offense, but you were talking about my mama. Did you see how he looked at the end there? I mean, maybe you yeah. want to put your legs into it if you're going to punch me. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so, like, yeah. yeah, these two douchebags, which look totally. nothing like no. picture. They must have shaved or something. Looking mighty nice in the prison. Um... Um, yeah, I wonder if they're going to get beat up Ryan in prison. Ryan said it's not really jail. He pays to wear the mask and get slapped around. Yeah. My goodness. You know what is <laughs> really interesting? <laughs> What's really interesting about this is the fact that the guy turned off the body cam, yeah, but there moment. was still a camera yeah, in the fucking Yeah, it's like, so room. are you guys dumb? Like, you missed you age, understand? Man. That's what I tell people. Hey, Teresa. I just, I don't get it. You, you understand how this shit works? You can only take a shit in private anymore. That's about it. And even it, then. Man. Even yeah. then, sometimes it's taken Disg back. Just yeah. ask you know? numerous yeah. musicians you are, from 30 years ago. You are tracked by everything, man. Yeah, Your but they look like knows they where you are. Some, they look like they would beat somebody up who's tied down, yeah. And who's not white. Well, white, black, Hispanic, doesn't matter. They look they like they would beat do it anybody, anybody up. Yep. That's yeah. right. Yeah, pretty One much. guy looked so. like a, a dying young Colonel Sanders with AIDS. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fuck? a very interesting take. He looked all emanciated, but he had this Yeah, he was like, a real skinny dude. Like, well, yeah, definitely not emancipated, yeah, he right? Isn't, no. He hasn't been getting enough pants. <laughs> he wasn't about that. No. <laughs> he wanted to keep him segregated. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Because of dignity. <laughs> hey, Larry. No dignity was. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Um, mm -mm. So hopefully these two racist douchebag jailers wind up in, hell. in jail for a very long time. Oh, and you know what's going to happen in jail to them now? You want to yeah, have some exactly. fun and talk about that, guys? <laughs> I don't know if they'll survive. I mean... Uh, they're they can't up. be in the general population. No, no. and and they, yeah. Man, this is just this you know, is bad time. But do, people know, guys. You know what I'm saying? Do they what get I'm saying? Do they get what sentenced this week? Then what's that? <coughs> so they haven't been sentenced. I yet, think right? when they're no sentenced, December when they're sentenced, everybody should in just, December, right, right, yeah. right? Just take a moment and send and them a, a welcoming gift and send them a bar of soap. You know. I mean, quite frankly, hopefully they have. 
plenty of lube. lube. Do not give them any lube. I don't know. That's more Soap for the guy doing for it to him. <laughs> that guy doing it to him isn't going to have a problem doing it to him. <laughs> this is not a conversation I want to be having. Anymore. Yeah. Because when butt sex in jail happens. Um... <laughs> when butt sex in jail happens. <laughs> I was listening go into that, Mark. Here. Let's go. There was a guy that was preaching about how uh, they're gonna, everybody doing anal sex is going to get butt butthole cancer oh yeah <laughs> did you hear that oh man what was that on the, i was listening to something i don't know what it was butthole cancer <laughs> he's all butthole cancer <laughs> my god <laughs> jesus like like life isn't rough enough now you gotta get butthole cancer right you know? like life's not hard enough really <laughs> it just sucks you but know that's just you know what else is hard no. No, it's hard. Rocks. Rocks are hard? <laughs> yeah, they're hard. Usually those are pretty hard. I would have expected that from Mark. Yeah. Yeah, that's a creepy uncle joke, not a dad joke. <laughs> um, and this story was brought to you by the state of Alabama. <laughs> God. Supporting Some... our best in Cuyahoga Falls. <laughs> Absolutely. Come to Alabama. We're only extremely racist. <laughs> Was that in Cuyahoga Falls, though? Yeah. It was. Or Cuyahoga County? Cuyahoga County. <laughs> it was not in Alabama. It was not in Alabama, but it's brought and to I, you I, by... I like how I misspelled racist, but it still worked. Because it's from <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> I didn't catch that in, uh, in second the grade. autocorrect. <laughs> I yes. misspelled racist, but it works anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, in Alabama, they would definitely misspell racist. They would definitely... I mean, their mayor has a fifth grade education. <laughs> They would definitely miss mayor. And instead of governor, they call them the mayor. That's how screwed up they are. So the I should have my own joke. He's yeah. the governor. <coughs> There's some lady who's governor down there, I think. You know, no the idea. thing about Alabama is uh, they have a lot in common with uh, corn dogs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're both inbred. <laughs> Excellent. That's pretty good. Yeah. Out of here. Alabama's a beautiful place, though. Now, I, I don't want a corn dog there. anymore. Yes. I like nice. I used to like corn dogs. Now I don't think I'll do Beautiful anymore. sunny Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bang yeah. a dang 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 dang. Gotcha. Okay, oh, so uh we're gonna take a break before uh, we do. Oh, we're just getting rolling. Yeah. Man. Before we do, uh make sure you follow us on the social medias. All of these social All medias. All of these social medias. That includes Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, ma- mammogram. Mammogram. Um, <laughs> that's that's straight out of you Alabama. Can, yeah, you can check us out. <laughs> Um, on the EpicRadioShow.com. Find us on plenty of Yes. Uh, we also have uh, tons of merchandise sites. for sale. T-shirts. Uh, our logo official tees um, are only $10 right now. That's like, yes. Thanks, that's Teresa. Like a great, Thank you, that's, Teresa. That's, that's she like thinks we're great, funny. That's a great Christmas present at that it price, is. man. Buy or a Halloween now. gift. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, uh, the quality of these, I'm wearing one now, a uh, hoodie, and the quality is really good, man. It's really good. Um, I know. Like, you look warm. Nice. The t-shirts are nice, I gotta yes. admit, you know? There's yes. nothing I hate worse than a cheap t-shirt when you put it on, and, like, the material's nasty, and it rubs up against your nipples. Yeah, yeah. And then your nipples get no, kind of No, these raw. are really quality, oh. like... That happens? Well, first you get kind of stimulated. Well, you're probably you know, normally wearing yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of why I'm asking. Rough, like, that you have the padding. But then it gets like overstimulated, just kind of like raw and rashy, you know. <laughs> On those cheap t-shirts. Not these, uh, man. Like, no, they're really nice. They're, they're, they're true to form. 
Um, they don't shrink when you wash them. They hold their color well. They make you look um, good. It's black. Yes. Well, we have different colors, too. We do. Huh? We do. That's awesome. Um, in fact, I just bought a couple hoodies for uh, my daughter and my stepfather. Stepfather? Yes. And uh, they got a red hoodie, and they and uh, my stepfather got like a like a Carolina blue one. Carolina nice. blue. Yeah. So there's Tar different colors. Yeah. There's Alabama different colors. Alabama blue. Alabama. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want Alabama blue. Right. What color? Alabama which blue? blue? Is Alabama, Alabama red? Alabama. If you got the Alabama blues, there's banjo music in the background, and your sister's involved <laughs> with a strap on. That's I'll the Alabama blues. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I got a case of the Alabama Blues. Mark's good right. today, man. He's I'm hot. good every day. He's hot. <laughs> I'm hot every day. Doesn't doesn't count when mom tells you, Mark. Okay? Larry said <laughs> sometimes. Why did hey, he Larry, say what did you say oh, sometimes? What, is, what are you it's talking about? It's probably about you guys are funny, maybe. Yeah, sometimes we're funny. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. I do agree Larry's with that. Larry's right. Yeah. Epic and Ashley, your camera needs more color. I'm just pale, Larry. Yeah. Nothing you else. You know what, Larry? Why don't you come here? And Suck you control it. No. <laughs> and quite frankly, Larry, Larry. Larry. I said, why don't you come here and suck a dick? You know, I, I, I always... Oh, from Ashley. Hey, oh. hey you know what, too? Good job on the Geeky Blues reference. Why, why, you know, maybe I want to be pale as the walking dead. Have you ever thought of that, Larry? I'm sorry that you're beautiful oh. with your black skin. We're sorry that you naturally were born with color and we weren't. Shame on you. I am like the opposite. Like I'm at the end of the spectrum. Like I'm like a ghost. Like ghost white. No, it's just the way to lady man. I mean, I am very pale though, so yeah. I embrace it though. I, I'll try to fix it. It during comes the break, up every fucking they're, show. They're in black and white, just minus the black. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy to be awake and be here. And uh, he said, "I'm out." Say something. I don't give a shit. Don't what I look like us. to be honest. Don't I think that's kind of obvious. He attacks us, then he's like, "I don't give a shit what I look like." We were sorry. You can't handle the camera even on me. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I apologize for having this beautiful, <laughs> naturally bronze skin. I know. Olive toned. I'm sorry. Genetics happen. You know, right? fuck you. Genetics. <laughs> genetics. Mark got the genetics of an Ewok. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, an Ewok? An Ewok. An the Ewok. little furry things from uh, Yeah, they look Star like pandas. How do I have their... Ga- <laughs> you got the little gaunty thing with the Ewok. They look like pandas. Okay, we have to go on break. like pandas. Well, when we come back, we'll have Brian Carpenter on. Oh, uh, keep it locked right here on the Epic Radio Show.
on the line, I have a real American hero. Um, <clears throat> as I said before, he was a Purple Heart recipient. Um, he's been a bodybuilder, uh, MMA trainer. Uh, I would like for you guys to give a big, warm, epic welcome to Brian Carpenter. Hello, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Um, so for people who don't know who you are, um, I guess give a little brief uh, introduction of yourself. Well, of course, I'm Brian Carpenter, as you said. I grew up and I graduated from Whitman, but I've lived in Wadsworth most of my life here in Ohio, right mm-hmm. by the National, the West Reserve National Cemetery and whatnot. <laughs> and I just, military became my dream as a little kid. And I was always a big old sports player growing up through school. And then military became an early dream for me. And that's all I thought about through school and did my projects on and talked about. And then try, as soon as I graduated, I was going to go straight over there, straight over to the Army. And went to sign in or went to swear in. And they disqualified me. And I got my permanent, permanent medical disqualification papers. Because um, I had the gut at psoriasis, which was yeah. kind of stupid. And they so finally refused to quit, started working a factory job, and said, I ain't content with this. I ain't fulfilling my dreams. And so I decided to keep fighting. And I finally got to our congressman, Ralph Regular, at the time from Medina County. And my dermatologist wrote me waiver letters, got me in. And February of 05, I took off for boot camp and went straight through all my training, mm-hmm. came, checked in my Look- unit. Let me stop you real quick. Um, so I, I have a follow-up question. So, like, yeah. um, did they say why that disqualified you to be in the, the, the armed services to begin with? Like, why that condition? Yeah. yeah, because psoriasis, it's not plaque psoriasis. Okay. I only get a breakout when I get a respiratory infection or if I get sick. Gotcha. And it just looks like chicken pox on steroids. And then I go tanning or go sit in the sun. And it goes, kills it, goes away, and you can never tell I had it. Gotcha. And they didn't look at it like that. All they see, all they heard was the psoriasis. psoriasis. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so why? Black, how would that affect you in battle? Like that's what I don't get. <clears throat> that is because uh, plaque psoriasis, dry heat, and bad conditions and stress uh-huh. can make you bad flare-ups, and it can cause pain or whatever uh, get in the way. so it could be very distract distracting during battle gotcha yeah gotcha okay i just i wasn't sure how a skin condition like that could affect you but now that you uh explained it carry on sorry <laughs> no, no, yeah it's kind of ridiculous that they got rid of yeah so yeah dermatologist my congressman write me a waiver letter uh-huh. and they said all right whatever and they let me in and here to find out with uh, my buddy recruiters, they said they just needed someone to blame if I had problems. So like anybody that gets a disqualification, they can just go get a doctor's note from someone, take it in, they'll accept you. And then if you have problems, well, they'll just come back after your doctor and you'll and blame him for it. But yeah. Uh, so I checked into my unit after all my training, after February of 05 when I got in and left. And then they gave me orders to deploy right away. And I... Had to get everything set up and had a one month combat training in Fort Devens, Massachusetts, the middle of dead ass winter, and then <laughs> a three month follow up training in Mojave Viper down the Mojave Desert in Twenty Nine Palms, California, 
and then finally went got into Iraq in two, March 2006, and then hit my second roadside bomb on June 6, 2006. Yeah, and so explain that, like how, like, I guess explain the scene. Like, so you guys were driving in Iraq. Um, was this like a like a a, a narrow street? Was this a main street? Like, like kind of set up the scene for us. How did that? Okay, so we were a four-person security team in our, in our Humvees. Okay. In the, the, this road called Henry's in Fallujah, Iraq. And the one road in Fallujah is one of the main roads off the main road. Okay. Like not the main but it's one of the bigger roads off the main road. And the main road was called Fran. And the road that I got hit on twice was Henry. Same spot, same guy, same ordeal. And they, they actually cut off foot patrols on this road because every time we went down this road, shit went down. And gotcha. There was vehicles only, and then we had an entry control point, which was where we searched all the vehicles coming into the city, make sure they don't have bombs and guns, which obviously didn't do much. Yeah. But we had we were just taking a stupid tire down to them because they hit a roadside bomb earlier in the day. And then I it was too much trash piles on each side of the road for me to swerve around where I knew the bomb was going to be. Mm-hmm. The first bomb that hit, it was put in the trash piles that we drove by, it blew up and it hit the side of my truck. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, didn't do nothing to any of us or the vehicle. So we just pushed through, finished our mission, went back and had a good mission debrief, good job on the bomb, see you tomorrow type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the second bomb, they, it wiped out the road because, like, four other people hit a bomb smaller like that in the same spot. And then, like, two weeks before the bomb, I hit the second bomb, they had, were digging this humongous hole in the road where the bomb wiped out the road. Wow. And I told, told my gunner, Sergeant, I'm like, hey, we should probably, like, turn that in because they only dig holes in the road for one reason. Yeah. Well, he was on the freaking radio and talking to our comm guy and talking to the convoy because he's our convoy commander. So I don't think anybody heard. And then that night going down that road, I remember driving up to it and I'm like, hey, they fixed the road. It's smooth. It looks like a professional did it. Yeah. But still being careful. I tried to swerve around it, but couldn't get all the way around it to trash piles. Yeah. And I heard a click and woke up two and a half weeks later out of a coma. Jeez. Dang. So, like, what was the, like, did you like I, I know this is a weird saying this but like did you like feel like you were in a coma or did you just wake up and you just had no idea what was going on <clears throat> that it it was it literally felt like i fell asleep for a quick second like in our little 15 minute naps we get in between missions, yeah it literally felt like i felt like i fell asleep for a quick second and then i was woken up and I open my eyes and I have this doctor screaming in my face and Jeez. I look look down and see my mom, look up, see my dad and I'm like, What the hell's going on? I had no no pain, no thoughts through my head, no nothing. I'm just like Wow Where the hell am I? And then of course I had brain damage, brain injury and of course PTSD and all yeah. the pain that I was meds that I was on. Just woke up from medically induced, so therefore they had a bunch of drugs pumping on my system keeps me unconscious or that so i was just i was just a complete mess shortly after that but when i woke up out of that coma i was 100 percent fine 100 percent thinking straight and gotcha 
blown away. Yeah, weirdest thing ever. Um, so you were cut for an emergency trachea on scene. Um, yeah. and when they did that, they nicked your uh carotid artery. Is that right? Carotid artery. Carotid. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I I read that wrong. Um, you were you were put into the coma medically. Uh, for the two and a half weeks, and you had six unit blood transfusions. Uh, yes, in my, cause they, I was bleeding out real bad because yeah, we only had one doc with us and four injured Marines to take care of, and of course, he's running around crazy. And my whole security team, we called QRF, Quick Reaction Force. Yeah, and we called the company that we just left to come aid us because usually when you hit a big bomb like that, yeah, we get pushed right away so we were only a four person security team and we didn't know if we were going to get ambushed so the stress was super high from my understanding and of course the doc was under a lot of stress and hit my trachea a little bit too high and got a little too far to the one side and nicked my artery and yeah started, you know. i mean you even had shrapnel on your chin hmm. yeah that that's the reason why they had to cut me because i was yeah. unconscious um and choking on all the blood from the shrapnel and I almost bit my tongue off. Wow. Yeah, and so I was That's... bleeding profusely through the mouth and I was unconscious I mean, choking on blood. The list of injuries, um I'm just gonna go over some of these. Um so you had shrapnel on your chin, you had a shattered back, pelvis, they had to cut your ab- abdomen open for internal bleeding, uh due to the pelvis shatter. You had lacerated kidneys, uh and liver, shattered right ankle uh, foot drop on your left foot uh, caused from the bad nerve damage, which was broken as well. Uh, broken bottom piece of your sternum. Um, Called toy process, yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's insane that you, you're, like, still with us. I mean, um, it, it's crazy what you went through. Um, so another thing, too, that happened was... Uh, you're actually you were partially paralyzed, right? Were you paralyzed from your waist down? Is that correct? No. Well, I went. It was too early in my recovery for me to remember it. But yeah. My mom and my mom was with me every day in the hospital. She dropped uh-huh. her life at home and her job to come stay with me in the hospital for four months. She said I was a quadriplegic at first. Wow. And then I turned into a paraplegic, and then. The only thing I didn't come back was my left foot, and I still don't have use for my left foot. I have to wear an AFO so I can walk normal and all that stuff. But of course, me being a stubborn ass marine, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like limping that bad, so I don't even use my brace. And of course, which led to me to break my left ankle, and a couple years later, but I've I've got it down pretty good enough to use my brace and walk around and train my body to kind of flip my foot off as I'm walking. Yeah, and so fast forward, you're you're recovered. You've recovered from your injuries for the most part. Now you're into uh, physical therapy, correct? And how long yeah. was uh, physical therapy for you? Like, like, and did you have any doubts that you would be able to walk again? Like, how how did that feel for you? Okay, well that that's what makes my story so good. Because of my brain damage and then my brain injury. And, of course, with PTSD affecting your way of thinking and stuff. On top of all my injuries and disabilities, yeah. the doctor you know, kind of gave my mom and dad a warning. Like, 
Ryan might not ever walk again independently, and we don't know if he's going to be able to recover mentally. <laughs> and, and that is the voice that I heard. I still hear it today. Yeah. And that's what struck me to just do what I want to do. I set my mind to something. And I have that voice saying, you can't do it. So I did about four months full-time therapy. I took speech, occupational and physical therapy, so I had to learn to walk, learn to talk, learn to live all over again. And then they sent me home with my mom to do outpatient therapy at home and trying to adjust to normal life again. And I, so about a year and a half, two years, I dropped therapy. I'm like, I'm done. I, they can't push me to my limits by law and their little stupid little yeah. stuff in the country. So I dropped them. I'm like, I, I got this. I'll do it myself because I can push myself to my limits and, Within midway of my therapy, I forced myself to walk. They, I would walk from across the room. I had to collapse on something because it was so painful and exhausting. Yeah, and tiring. And then I just kept at them little distances for for a while. And before I knew it, I could walk across the house. Yeah. And then stayed at that distance for a while. And <clears throat> next, oh, I'm traveling a little bit further and further. I just kept at it, kept at it. And then finally got to the point where I could walk. Well, I had to crawl up and down stairs for a while. And then I could get in the vehicle and go to like Walmart or go shopping, walk around and maybe sit down midway in between shopping. And then I'll say about uh, 2008, about a year and a half later, two years later, I was actually able to do small distances and make it pretty well. Um, one of the things too was... Uh... Uh, a, a big achievement for you is when you first were able to walk from your house across the street. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Uh, how did that yeah. moment feel? I get it. Well, that was actually that Christmas afterward. I was with my girlfriend at the time at her Christmas party because she was at uh -huh. the license bureau. And I, that's where I decided, like, I am done with my crutches. I am done not being able to walk. I am done people getting out of my way to give me let me cut the line or whatever. Yeah. And that's why I left my crutches in her car. I'm like, I'm done. And I walked in the house, of course, sat down most of the Christmas party and then walked back to a car, walked back to my mom's house. And that was the most proud moment, especially for my mom. I come stumbling in the house cause it was kind of exhausting. And she just come running over to me, put her arm under me to help, help, help me walk. And, course the stubborn marine comes out to back <laughs> off yeah uh, well that, that seems I, to be i mean honestly though i i think uh that stubborn marine is kind of what got you through it you know i think a lot of people uh they would doubt themselves and they would uh say you know i don't know if i can do this but i i think the fact that you know like before all this you wanted to be a marine and after all this happened you know, you still kind of like had that mindset, like you can't give up. Uh, another thing too, uh, so you were prescribed medication throughout this, um, and uh, uh, some of the medication were opioids. Uh, how did you handle that? Well, I'm I was young and dumb and didn't really know much about medical and medicine and stuff at the time, so I thought, okay, medicines will help me heal and whatnot. Yeah. And then I figured out that it was methadone that they were giving me, mm. which is what they use to get heroin addicts off heroin. And that 
that was a no-go for me. Yeah. So I told my mom, I was on nerve pain pills called Neurotin. I was on antidepressants and that methadone and all these pills. And I just told my mom, like, I'm not turning to a pill head. Like, get me off these medicines. I don't want to touch them ever again because yeah. <laughs> I bring it medic the medicines made me even worse. Yeah, so, absolutely. So she, luckily, she was a nurse, uh-huh. and she went off methadone like like point five milligrams at a time. Yeah, and we I was at the highest dose of neurotin allowed in the country. Wow. So she weaned me off that, and I have not touched a pill since. I, I will That's not amazing. Any, meth- any chemicals that my body don't naturally produce. Uh, so you, you've healed up, uh, you went through, uh, your amazing recovery, uh, you're able to walk, um, and then you start going into all these amazing different, uh, jobs, uh, especially for, you know, how, uh, how injured you were. Uh, some of them were like, uh, you were security for like major artists, um, you were a fitness trainer, a fitness trainer, which is funny because you needed to have physical therapy. Now you're training other people. Yep. Um, yep. Um, bodybuilder. Uh, you were a bouncer at security nightclubs. Uh, were you a country singer too? No, no. I was security for a local country singer. That uh-huh. making, her, making her way up the ranks pretty good. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah, yeah, I wouldn't ever condone making anybody's ear believe by the <laughs> Um, you also threw out the ceremonial opening pitch uh, uh for the Cleveland Indians in 2012. Uh mm-hmm. you went to the Fire Academy. Um and you're actually a writer. You have a book coming out. Yes, well, I, I published one book yes. in 2016 about Joined the Marines and my my journey getting in and training and then Iraq and then of course the book is mainly about my recovery. <laughs> so I that was yeah. independently published and that was I'm the author author's voice. The way I'm talking to you guys is how my book was written. Well, I didn't understand the book world and how the publishing world worked, and I was expecting now maybe I can get a good contract to a company. Yeah, and here year three years later. I've been through hell and back trying to get this new book going that is constantly written. I, I had to extend my book, and then I had to hire a ghostwriter to professionalize my writing. Yes. And then now I had to go find an agent, which is the hardest part, find the agent. They get yeah. millions of queries every day to get published mm-hmm. or contract them. So I got an agent to bite, and then now we're in the works of getting this second book put together. That is updated till 2019 now. That's awesome. Um, so, do you have an idea when it's going to be released? Not yet. My the editor has it now because it's all written out. And now my editor's going through it and fixing what he finds and rewording stuff and and all that. Uh-huh. And then once it's all done, I'm trying to get endorsements. Mm-hmm. Uh, my agent said a company's not going to want me if I'm not already famous or I'm not already a big name. So I have to go to these big names that are in my book. Yeah. Like President Adam McCreary is going to be in my book twice. Ozzy Osbourne is going to be in my book twice. And I've got all these people in my book that I'm going after for an endorsement. That's awesome. And then 
to, uh, Tommy Laren. She's uh, the show host of The Blaze. Mm-hmm. I did a show with her in 2016 or 17. So I went I went after her for an endorsement. I went after Ellen DeGeneres for a endorsement, and I just haven't heard back from nobody. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, you have an incredible story. I think that once it's out there and you have everything together the way you want it, I think it's going to do very well. And who knows, maybe uh, somebody will pick it up to make a movie out of it, you know? Oh, that would be nice. That would be awesome. I'm not worried about money. It's just because I'm a motivational speaker. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I've been all over the country motivational speaking because of this book. And it's the the looks that I get and the reactions that I get. And then it's like the motivation, inspiration I give people to go for a job that they want or fix a family problem or anything in life that they may have trouble with. My story just gives everybody drive to push through and make things happen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have an incredible story. It's very inspirational. Um, We definitely thank you for your service. Absolutely. Um, And uh, anybody have any other questions before? No? Pretty much just thank you. And uh, I mean, if. My the the only couple of things that that rang out to me were were sort of just smaller parts of your story that weren't the the big things, like when you said that 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 you worked security for a, a local country artist. Is there is there any? Uh, I mean, not that my my dad had played bass with a local country artist for about a year there, so it'd be funny if it was the same person. <laughs> but but hey, it's you might you might you guys might have heard of her if you're into the music scene. Aaron Stahl, she's from from Lodi, and but we she's her going everywhere, playing and opening up for big bands and all that stuff. Yeah, she's gotcha. definitely getting singing though. Um, so there's a question. Uh, uh, if there was anybody out there uh, that could play you in a movie, uh, who would you want it to be? See, I, a lot of people discuss that with me, and I'm like. I don't know. It's going to be hard to fulfill my personality <laughs> because I'm quite a different person. I have quite a twisted sense of humor. Yeah. It might be hard to fulfill me, but yeah. I'll just, <laughs> say like John Cena or The Rock or something. Cause okay. I know, yeah. <laughs> I see Cena go big. You. Go big, man. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, how could they find you on the social medias? Uh, you can search me on Facebook. Um, I got a motivational picture up on my Facebook photo of a gym. Uh, I did a photo sh- shoot for a gym that I go to, Faith Gym in Barberton. They did a big photo shoot with me, and then they put some my before and after picture of my coma. Yeah. And they put a photo of me now, and it says, do not, do not let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. That's my profile picture. If you look up Brian Carpenter, B-R-Y-A-N, you can get me on Facebook, and then Instagram is bcarpenter6606, and that's not numbers for the devil. That's the day I got uh, blown up on. Yeah, that, which is gotcha. very strange, I thought, when I... What's that? I, I thought it was kind of strange that it was 666 the day that yeah. happened. Well, the zero like, in there is key. Yeah, yeah. That, apparently that's key, but I thought yeah. it was very strange. Yeah, that's happened. why I put... Like, even the purple heart tattoo i have my arm i have the date i got it yeah and i made sure I zero in there yeah still get people going 
Yeah. Yeah. You're an Illuminati. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, I mean, shoot. I mean, if if you want to talk about that, isn't that kind of crazy that you did get, you know, that happened Mm -hmm. on that date of all dates? Well, it is it, it, the story's weird because my mom took me to go meet the Marines that I was deployed with out yeah. of the hospital when they came back from the deployment, and they all passed their families and just come swarming around me and, huh. and of course, crying, hugging me that they didn't think I was going to live. Damn. And then, you know, like, it's weird because I called it. Right before we went down that road, I had the awkward feeling that something big was about to happen. Yeah. And, yeah, well, we're a combat carpenter. What else do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I just got that weird feeling. And then going down the road, hitting the bomb on June 6, 6606. And then yeah. military time, I guess, was 0006. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it kind of sucks. Eight hours ahead in Iraq. Hmm. So. When it was reported, it was a fifth back here. So that's hmm. when they registered. Gotcha. The was a fifth back here. But I have the sixth because it was a sixth my time. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. That, that's kind of stupid how that kinda works, I guess, time. you know. But thank yeah. you so much for uh, spending time with us and uh, telling us your story. Um, definitely, definitely uh, let us know when your book um is going to hit shelves. Maybe we could do something uh, like a giveaway, maybe uh, some sort of event where you could sign copies of your book or something like that. You know, that would be great. Um, oh, definitely. And uh, if you have any other events or anything like that, let us know and uh, we'll, we'll try to make it. Um, okay. Uh, that was Brian Carpenter, everyone. Um, you guys can check him out on the social medias and look out for his upcoming book. Do you have a title yet, or is it a working title? It's it's a working title. Gotcha. Got to around other titles that might sound the same. Yeah, absolutely. All right, but we're going to go on break. Uh, when we come back from break, we're going to have crazy news with Ashley. Cool. Uh, we're going to talk about a perv in North Royalton. Oh, no. And we're going to have Say What with Chris Cutler. Oh, uh, keep it locked right here on the Epic Radio Show.
country without a dope rhyme to step to. <laughs> I liked the music, to be honest. Uh, that was funny. Yes, hey, union everybody. Breaks. Well, people have Irvine. to pee, smoke, whatever. Pee. Yeah. Smoke some crack, yep. whatever. Yeah, yeah, smoke yeah. crack. Smoke crack outside. Uh, that was yeah. a good interview with Brian oh, yeah, Carpenter. Oh, yeah, that was yes. a heck of a good interview. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Rachel, for that one. She yeah, thanks, that Rachel, one. wherever well, you, you know, are. She's outside smoking crack. Oh, of She's course. outside smoking yeah. crack. <laughs> Is it cool that I smoke crack in your bathroom? Yeah, it's fine. As long as you keep it away from the kids, Yeah, the kids aren't here, so anything goes. The kids are here. Oh, are they? Yeah. You have them heavily sedated then today. Sprinkle They're a little crack on the grilled quiet. cheese sandwich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're heavily sedated. Don't try to get... My kids are not sedated. Make sure you follow us on the social medias. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, find us on theepicradioshow.com. If you would like to donate to the, to the Epic Radio Show and you have Cash App... Um, you can find us at dollar sign the epic radio show. You can donate to dollar, us because you feel bad cent, for us. You know, hey, I made this funny. Uh, we went to uh, Boo at the Zoo Last yesterday, yeah. and there was this lady at the door. She was wearing an Eminem concert. I was like, "Where's shirt. fifty cent shirt?" No, it was a costume. Oh, I thought it was just a shirt. No, okay, you said a concert. The shirt also. could be a co- the costume. I thought it's like I heard costume. concert. You also said concert. Whatever. So She's at, oh, what because I was saying about? Eminem. Uh, <laughs> Eminem. Co- Costume yeah. like the candy. I thought she was dressed like the rapper. <laughs> I no. thought that too. No, like the, the the candy and Eminem. And I asked her where's Fifty Cent, and she just stared at me blankly. She just looked at you, and um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> but like, and then I was like joking. I I brought up a picture of a hundred grand, you know, the candy bar. Right. I said, yeah, I heard Eminem uh, owes Fifty Cent. A hundred grand. grand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was making all kinds of terrible dad, dad jokes. jokes last night. Yeah, it was. There's a though. picture of an otter. I said, "Oh, this is otter this world." You know? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> He was he was on point with his dad. Jokes. Oh man, feeling very dad like yesterday. But you had all yes. your kids around you. Like, oh, all my dad senses are tingling. <laughs> all the all what? the dad jokes. What? Dad, dad senses are dad senses. He's going to go yeah. with it. He's going to nope. go with it. Where can he go with this? I'll leave it later. Please. Please. Wind up in the pitch. Please, where are you going to go with this? He's going to knock it out of the park. Here it goes. Please, tell me where he could go. Is he going to strike? He's, like, it, How can you get in a weird place with this? And let it slide, dad Alicia. senses? Dad senses. <laughs> Just saying, it sounds filthy to me. Because he has four children. How does that sound filthy to you? Well, you know how you become a dad. It's an Ewok yeah, sense of humor then, thing. Those are the senses that's, tingling. That's not, no, 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 nope. Do Ewoks yeah. tingle or tinkle? Tingle. How am tinkle. I? I would be the tallest Ewok. <laughs> You're the, the Lord of the Ewoks. Oh, Ryan said. At that can... point, you're just uh, 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 what's his face, Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, Chewbacca works. Because he wasn't an Ewok, but I probably look more like Chewbacca. Uh, Ryan said you can also donate by introducing ten new viewers to the Epic Radio Show. There you go. Do that too. Woo, Do that there too. you go. I like that. That's one. a good idea. That's a very good. That's been a better good yeah, idea. Yeah, I like today. that one. Yeah. 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 I don't know what you're trying to That's sound like. Of... I don't know either. I'm just. Okay. You know, I'm, just shoes, rouse. I'm not sure where you're going. The mushrooms are kicking in, man. I'm trying oh, okay. So you're feeling pretty good right in. now. The mushrooms, he said, are kicking in. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not, sure, I was I'm not sure where he's going with that voice, but I'm now just. <laughs> Does it matter? For, I'm here for this it. This is what yeah. you guys pay me for to come in here and just do stupid stuff on the moment. Hey, we don't you get yeah. you. What do you mean? All those checks that he wrote are not worth anything? What? That'd be awesome. They better be good. 
Yeah. More reason to go to Cash App. <laughs> there you yeah, get paid. exactly. Yeah. There you go. Duh. We, duh. They get paid, we get paid, everybody I, gets paid. I don't know. What are we doing? Are we pushing buttons? Is this the, the section of the show where we push buttons? Yes. yes. This is That's the every section. And Chris just sits here and says okay. incredibly stupid this things. This is the button pushing um, show. They let me just sit well, here and Well, this show is also stuff. brought to you, you by lie? herpes. Oh, God, why? <laughs> yes. That keeps on giving. Herpes. Do you hate awkward physical affection from elderly ants? <laughs> Is your dating life too easy and simply not complex enough to stimulate you? Don't know what the word proctitis means, but what you did? No. Then herpes might be for you. Herpes simplex is simply the gift that keeps on giving. No. To get your free trial, talk to your doctor or nearest truck stop prostitute oh today. No. Herpes also comes with a lifetime guarantee. It will never go away. <laughs> You've heard of what happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas. Well, except herpes. Oh. Get, get yours today, and before you know it, you'll be ostracized at family events. <laughs> Having awkward ah. conversations before coitus and then really appreciating the burn of deep rectal inflammation. Oh. So choose herpes. <laughs> that hurts. I don't even have herpes in that. It is the gift that keeps on giving. Mm, don't like it. Don't like that. Absolutely. Don't like that at all. Okay. Um, I find it weird he went with the rectal thing. The rectal burning. I know. That's and so when you pee. Yeah. Apparently it's oh, butt God. herpes. Yes, ass Mark herpes. Mark knows these ass things, herpes? guys. That's all I'm saying. Mark Why knows these things. Why does it burn Why when do I you pee? know these things, huh? Mark? It's Why? a Frank Zappa song. It is a very good Frank Zappa yeah. song. Yeah. 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 No, this is I, definitely not a family friendly show. This is not. Now you start talking about Zappa and herpes. Yeah. Catholic girl. And how the hell did we end up The Walking Dead again? What happened there? The Walking oh. Dead. Yeah, Just I mean, we got again. white. Yeah. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. This is our it must natural. Be the herpes. This is the natural tone. So here we are. It must not be herpes, okay? I thought yeah. it was just the mushrooms. Maybe it's I for you, know. but it's not the herpes for me. Gotcha. It's not my reasoning for being. Uh, so you are. Are you ready for crazy news? I Kathleen Tawney's watching. Did anybody All say right. hello to Kathleen? Hi, Kathleen. Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen. Nobody. She's, she's it didn't even. It didn't even gotcha. let me know that anyone came in. Yeah. To chat. Yeah. No, that's weird. It's like nope. Not gonna tell you. Okay, but we're going to do the intro for Crazy News. Okay. Yeah, well, so actually, there's we need nothing. nothing but you. Yeah. So it's crazy news. You yeah. yeah, this is great. I'm just, am I, am I, are you going to fix it or am I just going to go? Just go ahead. Yep. Just rock okay. it because that's what you do. So I am next to a blank box. <laughs> um, and so I will just, I will just put all the stuff yeah. in the Um Family of seven discovered living in Dutch farm cellar for years, waiting for the world to end. Um, that's, yeah, that's it. No. Um, it just makes it more crazy. <laughs> that's I it. Think. That, that, that's, is, yeah. that's the whole story. Um, that's, the whole story. <laughs> that's the whole story. There we go. Uh, yeah. We still riff on it for several minutes. That's yeah, we can. For me. Yeah, that's, for, that's, that's enough, right? Yeah. So authorities in the Netherlands have launched a major investigation after a, an apparent family of seven was discovered living in the basement of an isolated farm, allegedly waiting for the end of time. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Police says stated that someone reported they were worried about the living conditions of people who were living in an enclosed space on a farm located just outside the town. I don't know how to say this. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Runer, Runer, Wall. You know lots. 
I don't know. It's Netherlands. I don't. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Yeah, you know why? Because uh, they wrote that name when they were really fucking high. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, man. Plus, there's only like nine letters in their alphabet. When police went to the home on, on the farm. Nice what? Ryan says it was a nice seller. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I'm sorry. Yes, thank I'm you, sorry. Ryan. It probably was a nice seller. <laughs> sorry, Ash. It's okay. <laughs> I saw that too. So when the police went to the home on the farm on Monday, they discovered six adults aged 18 to 25 inside and a 58-year-old man who did not want to Uncle cooperate Charles. with the investigation. <laughs> And he was arrested. Um, it's unclear what relationship exactly the 58-year-old held with the others, but some reports describe them as a family. And quote, family. All it's scenarios... Yeah, it could be a cult. All scenarios are still open. Our research is in full swing, and we cannot share more information at this time, police said. But there's, like, a lot of information they give out. Like, the farm is located in this weird place, that Runerwald, or whatever the fuck it's called. Runerwald. Yeah, that's perfect. Every time I have to say it, you can just say it. A town in the northern Netherlands that has about 4,000 residents, about 80 miles northeast of Amsterdam. Uh, the farm was on the outskirts of the village in an area known as some other shit I can't pronounce. Some other shit I can't pronounce. There you go. <laughs> Where less than 200 people lived. Mark. Sorry, what? It's fine. I was hoping. He's fine. He's fine. He's making it not so weird for hey, me. There you go. Um, <laughs> so wait till I tell you the joke about so the seller much of Dutch. More. There's so much more shit that I'm, I'm not going to be able to pronounce. I'm trying to like skip over it. Oh, that's why I'm here. We want you to pronounce I'm the translator. <laughs> I'm not. I don't speak any of this. So this is going to be bad. Go ahead. You butcher um, it, then I'll butcher it worse in a bad accent. Okay. So let's see. Where, where parts did I live off at? Do you know what this story reminds me of, what Ashley? What does this remind oh. you this of? This is like ripped from the pages of like Anne Frank or World War II. You remember how they yeah. used to find the Japanese people hidden on the islands thinking the the, the World War II yeah, was still it's going? it's really weird. You know I do. It's yeah. like these people were, this, I mean, the end of the world was like, you know, 19 years ago. You know, I know. Y2K. This is really weird. Like, like if it goes back that far, they'd be awesome. <laughs> you know? I read that one. This is a movie. And stuff. So, so, Mayor Roger de Groot. De Groot! <laughs> That's what it says. So, thank you, Mark. You're welcome. It's what I'm here for. Said Tuesday in a short statement that the family is believed to have lived for nine years on the farm and that authorities found a number of improvised rooms where a family lived a withdrawn life. That's a little bit more than a short statement. Yeah, I'm I know, sorry. right? That's a little bit long, isn't it's it? Not, come on, Dutch. People. It's a little long. It's a little uh, the discovery was made after the 58 year old man's possible son, age 25, walked from the farm to a pub. Where he was completely confused. He he was all he was just like what You the mean the fuck? world is still here? Uh, yeah. The owner of the pub told Oh god, Dagblad. I'm paying for my Dagblad Van Het Norton. Van Het Norton. <laughs> the young man looked unkept with long hair and said he needed help and he had never been to school. <laughs> Obviously, it was having a bad time. But he knew how to get beer. He knew how to find a pump, though. <laughs> he said he needed help and wanted to put an end to the situation he was in. Um, <laughs> with beer. <laughs> with beer. <laughs> the 25-year-old added he slipped away at night because it was not possible during the day and that he could not go back to where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Rip Van Winkle like Dutch? This is like a Rip Van Winkle family, right? <laughs> it seems like it, right? They it's went to the basement strange. and just went to sleep for it's 19 years. It's very strange. very strange time right now. Um... Let's see. When police went to the farm, they discovered a staircase to the basement behind a cupboard in the living room. 
The group lived in a space and had no contact with the outside world, and according Frank. to the television station. The six younger members of the group reportedly had no idea there were other humans out in the world. So this 58-year-old man really kept them from thinking there was anything else going on. Well, and especially because the patrons at the pub said that the, the, the young 25-year-old man didn't seem educated. Nope. But they had been down there for nine years. Yeah. So even in those first 16 years of his life, he was uh, uh, shut off from society, society so. in a sense. Yeah. They yeah. just moved one level underground. Uh, where, where do these people live? Uh, Cloverfield? <laughs> it's, it's Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> Cloverfield Lane. Okay. In, yeah. in uh, Switzerland or the Alps or you know all those, um, those countries with really white people. Yeah. And a neighbor, I guess, told the police that he only saw one man on the farm at all times and was totally surprised at the news of the discovery. Hey, so. welcome, Jay Graham and Howling Demon. Lane. Hey, people. What's up, people? So where I'm amused by this story is is, yes. is that make the whole sure thing. everybody knows that it's a seller of Dutch, <laughs> not someone who sells Dutch people. No. But a, a, a room seller of Dutch. Yeah. People. What are you saying, Mark? Not a seller <laughs> of Dutch saying, people, Mark? someone who sells Dutch people. I'm, I'm totally confused, Mark. What, what are, are they, they doing in the basement? <laughs> Play double Dutch the whole time? Maybe. that's Maybe that's all they had. were able to do with their Yeah, family. Monopoly. One of them were monopoly. able to Scrabble. Scrabble. procreate appropriately. It's like apocalypse Dutch. is a pretty uh, a good pointed word. That's you know? a long time. Yes. It's a long time to trust some random. How many I mean, points do you think apocalypse is in uh, Scrabble? Yeah, that's Ooh. probably a model. That would be a great one. See, now, it just makes me think, I hope this guy is their father, because <laughs> if you're going to blindly trust some random old hmm. dude, I wouldn't trust a random old dude. The world's ending! Like... Quick, run down to the cellar! Run down to my cellar! Nine years later. You know what? I'm not believing He's this the guy only anymore. One. Yeah. So where does, like, when, because they said the farm had a huge vegetable garden and... <laughs> And stuff like that. So there's like vegetables in the basement. There's too. like I don't yeah. understand. There's like they're living off a vegetable garden. This guy's the only guy, the fifty eight year old man's the only guy that was seen outside. Yeah. Okay, so they didn't even know all these other people were like in this cellar. Yeah. So like So what was he where telling do they them? where are they telling them he was going? And that's what I'm saying. Like did they just oh, blindly oh. believe that he was just Did he like put on like some, like some big fucking suit? Yeah. That's like, funny. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make sense to I'm me. I'm eating this steak because it's radioactive, and I want to save you I want to save you dreams. guys. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Where do they poop? I don't know. But I'm so confused. There's a lot of questions here yes. that I'm sure their un uneducated selves didn't think about. But, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I would not blindly trust a man that, I mean, if he was my father, maybe, I guess. But it's kind of like hitchhiking, though. If really, this was just I mean, some random dude, then I would be like, just, you're like, fucking insane. Hitchhike, like, you just let I gotta some go. random dude pick you up. On the yeah. yeah, like, this yeah. is this is weird. That's what I was saying, Stephen. How did they use the restroom for nine years? See? Did they drink their own urine? I don't think it's this. I don't know. Nasty. If you That's filter gross. it correctly, I bet it smelled like there shit. There is no correct way to filter urine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. urine is fucking urine. It's not urine like with a griddle. Oh. I mean, yeah. I'm saying there's they, there's things <laughs> made for those things. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems really I, strange. If they're not right? drinking adequate enough water, which they were probably rationing off that yeah. too. Well, actually, probably not. It was probably Amsterdam. They had a like a uh, a river they running just went the to the basement. He, yeah. th this guy dressed up in a <laughs> <laughs> what are the suits called? Jack and Jill 
costumes when they went up hazmat the hill? Hazmat suit. The hazmat suit. Yeah. You, you want the giant eagle this in a hazmat this is, suit. It's bananas. Oh, you people are diseased. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end of like, the world. Yeah. Like, oh, they still fight a giant eagle. Uh... Maybe he just convinced them that up on the first floor was where <laughs> all this plant garden thing That's was. disgusting. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, using a bucket for nine years? Like, oh, to use the God. bathroom? That's so gross. Hey, Maybe there was a bathroom in the shower. shower. Do they shower at all? Like, Ashley, how do you explain the black mold in the basement? <laughs> so that it was going to be living there amongst the black so mold Wallace. after the apocalypse. Like, I, maybe yeah, there was like 15 or 16 of them. Maybe they just started dying. I don't know. Like, did they live off the black mold? Were yeah, what eating? amount did they start with? My That's goodness, guys. So, uh, Sean <laughs> Wallace said uh, Fidel Castro came back from the dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's the blue? What's the blue bags in the pit? That's the human waste. <laughs> so, yeah, they actually it does not say. Waste. It does not say. It's that's the, you know what? I'm, bio waste. I didn't even see that. That's bio the other people in the story yeah. who didn't make it. That's oh the, yeah. yeah, those are the that's the six. Those are the you know because they started out as other brothers. Yeah, and then now those are them and the, those blue bags. <laughs> There, it's like, you know, what's that shit called? Um, like fertilizer or some shit. Like yeah, that's how they were able to eat so you know? well. Yeah. They're eating vegetables that are, you know, mm. fertilized by my brother. Yeah, that's true. Like, they could be using the poop I don't, to fertilize the plants. It's gross. It's It'll fucking, be my secret this where gross. this corn came okay. from. <laughs> this is gross. You I'm going to fertilize the corn window. with the corn in my poop. Okay, but anyways, uh, let's move on to the That's, next yeah. story. It gets it gets so much better. Just... Yeah, this almost sounds like a movie too. Yeah, this kind of does sound like a movie, doesn't yeah. it? Um, parents say adopted eight year old was actually a woman with dwarfism who tried to kill them. <laughs> that is a movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. This is amazing. Yay! Yeah. Where's Annabelle my fucking sound line. effects? Where's my... I gotta get my sound effects. Boom! Down, uh... <laughs> no, I don't want to rate you right now. No. Where is the fucking button that I'm looking for? Oh, come on. Just push any button, damn it. Awesome. <laughs> that was the button. There was the button I wanted. That was a yeah. button. Okay, so uh, this was in Indiana. Right? Yeah. Lafayette. Wasn't that like your grandpa's name? Isn't yeah. That? That's interesting. Okay. Lafayette was your <laughs> yeah. grandfather's name? Uh, yeah. Was. Yeah, He's... he passed away. That's why. Um... So, the couple accused of abandoning their adopted daughter and moving to Canada <laughs> pleaded not guilty to child neglect charges because she was trying to murder them. So, a bizarre case um, has garnered global attention as Michael and Christine Barnett claim the eight-year-old daughter they adopted is actually an adult and tried to kill them. The couple had the girl's age changed to 22 before leaving for Canada in 2013. The couple divorced in 2014, four years after adopting the girl. A uh, doctor examined the girl in 2010 and deemed her eight years old. The girl has a rare form of dwarfism is, and, is and is from the Ukraine. Um, <laughs> Man, they'll infiltrate us anyway they can, right? Yeah, it's, it's bananas. <laughs> um, so, in an interview with Good Morning America, Michael Barnett said the girl Natalia, that's a perfect name for her. I know. Yes, yes. Tried to hurt him and Christine Natalia and kill the them killer multiple times. <laughs> kill him multiple times. Multiple times. You only she need was... to kill him once if you do it right. Right. Yeah, yeah, but after the first attempt, wouldn't you be like, oh, something's wrong with this Maybe, kid. oh, maybe yeah. it's an accident. Can yeah. I get a refund? Maybe she's well, doing this on accident. Ryan said she tried to kill him but came up short. Oh, that was good. Oh, there it is. Button. I cannot um, find the fucking applause button. But you know, there's a way yeah. you put titles on those. Yeah. It's like, 
Uh, <laughs> Steven said, um, hit in a basement and being threatened by a dwarf. New episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, very good. Yes. Yes. So let's see. I think they might get Is this YouTube you're reading from? So Facebook. He said doctors told him the girl is a sociopath and a con artist. So Michael said Natalia would do things like place clear thumbtacks on the stairs face up so they would step on them. <laughs> He claimed the girl also tried to poison Christine by putting pine salt in her coffee and then tried to push her into an electric fence. Nice. So these things... Yes. This does sound like a horror movie. Yeah, it Specifically, does. Specifically, Orphan. Like Orphan. This is the exact yeah, it. This same is the plot. plot Except I think orphan. in Orphan, she tried to fuck the dad or something. Yeah. Well, at the that end. That was part of it. Yeah. 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 She, like, had a, she romantically was interested. Yeah. And then she tried to... Then she killed him because... Yes. Or maybe like, which is this is the girl from Orphan, right? And then you look at the other little girl, Mm -hmm. and there is kind of a similar, yeah, yeah. a little resemblance. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah, you can tell the dwarfism though. Yes. How how a doctor doesn't see that? What are they? He's not a very good doctor. Ukrainian doctor. He's not a very good. No, they 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 did mention that. No, I know. Yes. Well, at one point it said that the Ukrainian doctor said that she was eight years old. Yeah. I know, but she, uh, but it also said that she had a rare form of dwarfism. That was in the same sentence. But looking right there at the girl, yes, just by the look of it, you know that's not an eight-year-old girl. But a doctor claimed that even with the rare form of dwarfism, that it was a twenty-two. He's saying that like or that was an eight-year-old. Yeah. They did a test. She was just identifying as an eight-year-old. <laughs> you know, that's funny. That's She's really a fifty-year-old man. They did a test on her, is what the article said. Right. Yes. What is the test? Are you eight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you never know. They might go, and that might be the test. Was the doctor a janitor the week before? Probably. He probably just got promoted. I mean, holy shit! You look at that picture. You know that's not an eight-year-old. No, it's not a janitor. He's a doctor of sanitary Dark. engineering. Love that's it. Good job. Well, wait. Who? What? She's not eight. So, uh, Stephen says so. She was an evil leprechaun. <laughs> I'm that's so fun. confused. Aren't all leprechauns so evil, she, though, Stephen. So I think he's with the parents, and that she isn't eight. She is 22 years old. Okay, listen. I'm about to get into. Yeah, she's doing it. Michael also claimed doctors' medical testing and a court ruling had them believe Natalia's birth year was 1989. So a friend of the Barnets, the couple, you know, affiliate WLFI. I'm not sure. The couple believed they were scammed, and the girl caused a traumatic adoption experience. Uh, the girl, it says, who's now either 16 or 30 years old. Has not responded for media requests for comment. TAE, traumatic adoption experience. You gotta so, understand, this picture that she's in now yeah. is her as 16. That's not 16, dude. That's 30. That's not <laughs> her. That's the mother. I'm aware of that. I think Mark's I know which one I'm in. looking at. <clears throat> she's not 30. How, does, how do you look at that and see 30? His mushrooms are kicking in. I think so. <laughs> That's sixteen. He's, he's with the. Uh, he's with the. Uh, he's with the parents on this one. I, I am guess. with the parents on this one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Ewok thing is. Uh, you know, they see things differently. I don't. And know. I mean, you guys are talking about the movie Orphan. Uh, the plot sounds more like Home Alone Four. Thumbtacks. I tried to beat you to it. Okay, so Jay said maybe she identifies as an eight-year-old girl. Yes, you had that. All right, Jay. Knows what's going on? Yes, right. telling you that's thirty, man. <laughs> okay. I, I think I think they just took the plot of Orphan and ran with it. 
I think that's what happened. Um, a jury trial date is set for January 28th, 2020 for them. Gotcha. So, um, yep. Third one? Third one. Um, Arkansas. Ar <laughs> this one's a funny one. This one's oh, pretty yeah, funny. I okay. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas woman claims brother fed her a meth sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. That's it. Read the headline again so I can. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. Arkansas I... woman claims brother fed her a meth sandwich. If that's the worst thing that happens in Arkansas, I think we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Usually yeah. brothers in Arkansas are feeding their sisters something other than meth. Meth. <laughs> Put that in your commercial. Oh, yeah, he gave her a sandwich? That's <laughs> nice of him. The so. show is also brought to you by the state of Arkansas. <laughs> There's meth in our sandwiches. There's meth in our sandwiches. Oh, it's ham cheese mayonnaise. Oh, and meth. Mm. <laughs> of course it's not white bread. Uh, it was not white bread. Of course it was. Yeah. The substance of our lives. So I do get that what? people do lie about age, yes. Teresa, but I believe that these people are also batshit crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I would have yeah. to. I'd have to live with her to know. I'd I have guess. to be like, are you really trying to kill me? Or like, <laughs> what's going on here? I would have to really Well, know. I, I think that anybody from like Russia or Ukraine always sound like they were going to Right. I feel like they, they just want that, to. Yeah, they just have that accent where, no, I do not want to kill you. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, I do want to kill you. And they're like. No, I don't yeah. want to kill you. I love you accent, very much. Their words and their accent or they are use saying double different things. Negatives, yeah. which I mean, means that they yes. really just do saying, want to. Like that girl. No, I mean, Orphan scared the not, shit out of me. Yes. I was like, before I, I even movie. before I even knew she was like an adult, I had to look her I was like, Holy shit, you're scary. I, had to look I don't want to come up. across you ever. Because I, 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 I really thought she was like, yeah. an older. I was like, I don't want to fuck woman. with you. Like, you're scary. But she was actually only ten. Yeah, she but she only she 10. did that role. She played really that well. Yes. She was a little absolutely. Ugh, she was scary. Wherever you are now, you're you were scary back then. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing now, but. It was, I don't, that movie came out quite a bit. Yeah, it, it was she's scurry. Got to be like eighteen. Check it out on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, I gotta check. I gotta see what she's doing now. Yeah. See you haven't seen that movie? No, I have. That's why oh, I know okay. so much about the plot. Oh, okay. And why gotcha. I think that's a thirty-year-old dwarf, not a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> like that's definitely not an eight-year-old yeah. girl. Well, okay. Then he said it was as, you, as sixteen. You know times. how I got these scars? Like, <laughs> like, oh, that's scary! Don't talk to me. Stop oh, trying to do the dance. I don't understand. She's the whistleblower. That's right, Jay. It doesn't make. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. It doesn't make sense to me how, like, I'm gonna go back to the movie for a second. How the parents in the movie they saw her and thought, "Oh, this is a great girl to adopt," because she was scary from the get go. Yeah, and she, she was all that, secluded, yeah. and by her fucking self. No other kids wanted to fuck with her. She always like, wore that like. The uh, thing, the, the, yeah, the, the, what's all, it called? No, the choker kind the of choker, thing around yes. the neck. Oh, that's always a telltale sign in horror movies. I know. It's like don't fucking trust it's them. Like, them fucking or like in those books. It's, it's like because like, oh, she's a ten-year-old with a slut necklace on. That's what I call it. <laughs> that's slut funny. <laughs> I can't. I wouldn't have picked her because there's all these other kids that were just playing and normal and being all like kids, you know. Yeah. And then there was her. And it turned out painting reason, and her fucking yeah. all, like pale and dressed right, in all black, all scary looking. Can't trust pale well, people all dressed in all put black. Put a black light up, and there was like all these. Yeah, there was yeah. all this shit going on. Yeah. Oh my god, that was no terrifying. Pale people dressed in black, to be yeah. honest. I don't, I don't know. have pale a problem people with people dressed in all black. I, it's not who people I would have. That really bother me are like people who wear like white framed glasses. That's not who I, I would have adopted though. <laughs> no. I wouldn't I have adopted her. Safe. I don't like them yeah. either. Or, or and they're men, tan with curly hair. Or men who wear ascots. 
It's just actually that was funny. I Ascots. do not feel comfortable. I do not, not like Ascots. Ascots. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm gonna okay. get into the mess okay. sandwich. sandwich. So two Arkansas siblings were arrested on drug charges during the weekend after the sister claimed her brother fed her a meth sandwich. Nice. Elizabeth Catlett, 29, was pulled over on Sunday in Hot Springs, a city roughly 55 miles southwest of Little Rock, Meth for of the world. driving without her headlights on. Her brother, 33-year-old Don Fur, Don Fur, was a passenger in the vehicle. I'm just sorry. It's like Don Fur. Don Fur. You did that really well, too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and the, the pronunciation was like dead on. It was dead on. That's how you yeah, pronounce it. you said it. that Don name, Fur. girl. <laughs> The police officer who pulled her over said he smelled marijuana in the car and observed Catlett moving about the vehicle in a quick, nervous manner. God, they just look so shitty. Yeah. Uh, Catlett said the car didn't contain any drugs, but when another officer arrived on scene and a body check of Catlett was conducted, police said they found small plastic bags and a cut straw in her front pocket, an alleged residue of meth. Nice. So the 29-year-old told police someone else placed the bags there. Okay. And as always, you know, yeah. investigators asked her brother, Fur, if there was anything illegal in the car, to Arr. which he reported, reportedly replied, if there is anything in the car, it would be in the console and it would be ice. So the officers said they found 0.5 grams of meth in the vehicle, as Jeez. well as alcohol swabs and medical supplies. Nice. They're just ready, you know. Yeah. They, just, they got, they got everything. Like, all the things. Meth sandwiches. Eating meth sandwiches. All fun stuff. Meth you can bake meth. Meth burritos. You can fry meth. <laughs> bake. Meth in my cakes. Meth gumbo. Gumbo soup. Meth, meth my souffle. favorite is meth cake. Meth cake. <laughs> you, you sprinkle it with a little bit more meth. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Catlett. Is it uh, uh, Bill Clinton from Arkansas? Yes, he is. Yeah. I wouldn't know that. Yeah. Um, Catlett then allegedly told police that if she pops hot, quoting that. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds funny. Likely a reference to testing positive for drugs. Likely. I wouldn't know. Thank it was you. because Fur fed her a meth sandwich. <laughs> a meth sandwich. Mm-hmm. She, Don't need no teeth for that one, man. Right, nope. She also mm-hmm. allegedly nope. told the cops that Fur did that often, and she thought he put meth in her drink earlier Sunday. Um, Fur reportedly m- confessed to doing meth with Catlett on Saturday. Nice. Uh, the two I were taken. That bitch. She did the, it willingly. Ah, she did it. I didn't have to give her a sandwich. <laughs> she took it, though. The two were taken into custody on various drug charges, obviously. Catlett faces additional charges of DWI and refusal to submit to a chemical test. Both are scheduled awesome. to appear in court in November 4th. The only test gotcha. you would have passed, too. Yep, the yes. only test you pass. It's like, damn, well, just go for the test, lady. Test. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of herpes, <laughs> meth shrimp. Thank you, Rachel. That's one we didn't yes. go over. Yeah. Meth shrimp. I like I like a little bit of meth in my shrimp. Some people put salt in pepper. What you do when you put the meth in the sandwich and eat it? I didn't know what That's Pops what Hot meant. Doing. Pops hot. Come yeah, on. right. And so everyone knew what pops hot meant, and we all feel bad for it. I didn't know what it meant until I read the article, and then I'm like, oh, I never heard that before. Me either. So, not everybody, Ryan. Not everybody. There we go. All so right. that was crazy news. 
And that that's about it. That's all, all I got. All right. For Thank you that's so much. That's about it. Yes. That's about it. That's your catchphrase. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. All we can handle. That's all. That's about it. That is it. Put your teeth back in, folks. Yeah. Don't eat no meth sandwiches your brother offers you. Nope, nope, nope. Don't do it. In other news. Especially if he fucking looks like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Don't do it. It hurt this guy either. In other news. Especially that guy over there. Yeah. In other fucking news. You can't say with the glasses. You all have glasses. In other fucking news. There's more? Jesus Christ. There's more? There's more? Well, don't go anywhere, guys. There's more. There's more. I mean, that's crazy. There's a perv in Kent. Oh, Oh, surprise. Yes. Surprise. Uh, Man's. Man's. (laughs) Man accused of appearing nearly nude outside Kent State sorority houses arraigned in court. Hang on. Nearly nude? Either you're nude or you're not nude. I don't. How's that? Well, I'll I'll tell you. A man who was arrested in connection with a string of prowling incidents at sorority houses on Kent State University's campus was arraigned in court Tuesday. Uh, Stephen Franz Rubble. What? That's is that a real name? Yeah, I think that's like a uh, forty-three of North Royalton pleaded not guilty in the menacing by stalking in Ravenna uh, Municipal Court. Um, his bond was set at fifty grand. That's affordable. He was arrested on Friday, October eleventh, after police received multiple reports of a man approaching a Kent State University sorority house, nude or mostly nude, on multiple occasions. The first in- incident occurred on August 22nd around 2.30 a.m. when Franz Reb was seen on surveillance video completely nude on the front porch of the Alpha Phi sorority house. Alpha Pi, sorry. He was holding his um, cell phone and appeared to be recording it. Hmm. Uh, during the first incident, hmm. uh, Franz, Franz Reb was covered in writing, including loser, written across oh. his forehead, and laugh at me, written across his chest, hmm. according to police. Hmm. He was spotted approaching Crazy. the sorority house again on September 23rd. Um, let's see. Sounds like a hazing. They, yeah, uh, arrest- except the dude's 43. They arrested him. And, That's uh, what but- I thought at first when I first heard the story. Too. Thank you, Mark. Um, he was <laughs> he arrest- said something I was answering him. Thank you, Mark, again. Um, He was arrested Friday night around 10.30 p.m. um, in Broadview Heights. He was being held without bail and remained in custody over the weekend. It was just an observation. Um, And I was answering your observation with the, you know, in the side. (laughs) On the side. Hey, you know that first time when he's nude and it says loser on his forehead (coughs) and laugh on me on his chest? Yes. It says half of the letter A on his dick. How do you know this? Because it's part of the surveillance video. Reach half of the letter A. Yeah. Half of the letter A because he's got a tiny little wiener. Gotcha. Half of the letter A. Anyways, he also had a pervert written across his belly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is an actual picture from the, um, eye ring. Uh, is it going to show had. his penis? Because I really don't want to look at a little no. penis, man. I don't think you would just put a picture of a penis. He was wearing a Speedo warning. when he was doing this. Um, and also, this... this uh, Well, Speedo's kind of, you know, the compacted. Is, right, it yeah. does kind of make it look a little bit smaller, you know, because it's kind of all just packed and jammed in gotcha. there, man. Um, Jumble junk. We're going to move on from that, though, Epic says. <laughs> yeah, let's get away from that. Yeah, penises, yes. that's what Please he gets. Go, Epic, go. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> no, what I was going to say is um, what the article didn't say that I read in another article. Oh, okay. Uh, was <coughs> that not only was he doing this, but he was also emailing a lot of these girls, like, pictures of his junk and whatnot. So, this dude's really, like, uh, out there. He's yeah. really fucking, like, desperate? He's yeah. really letting it hang like, out dude, there. dude, no, ew. <laughs> I just wonder, there. because of the things he wrote on him, if it wasn't, like, some sort of weird dare mm. or something. Maybe he was really bad at, like, poker <laughs> and his friends were like really just dicks, you know. Like, like, it's, like it's a well, not again, movie. not again, man. Fuck, double or nothing, you know. Like, uh. so he lost a bet. Is what you're he saying. lost the bet and had to stock women. It's like dude. the douchiest yeah. thing you could do it for losing a bet. Guys would do that to another guy, though. They would do that. His daughter left her phone at the house. He's just trying to bring it back to her. So douchey. Yeah. Because he's 43. Because <laughs> he's 43. <laughs> and that's what dads do. Show yeah. up nude. nude While well, you're at Show up nude to bring your daughter's phone. Well, it just turns yeah. out he's a weird guy. He oh, was I doing guess. other stuff, and he's like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, Gotta I got bring some... Chelsea her phone. Got hey, some... Rachel wants to know if you're wearing your Speedo today, Chris. I'm Commando today. Commando. Yeah. Rachel yep. also said earlier, was he on meth naked with herpes? <laughs> Me? <laughs> no, not you. Are you sure? That's a good one. Are you sure, Chris? Like... No herpes. No meth. No, no meth, no herpes. Not no. Na- naked, though? I got no problem with nudity. I'm down with the nudity thing. I mean, that's uh, let's a see. beautiful thing, man. Ryan said he's been trying to get in for 15 years, that holding on to your dreams. Mark's scared. <laughs> Michael Copenhaver. Actually, so, I, I'm going to be nude for the last segment from the waist down <laughs> for the next segment, I think. Just... And it's not the first time. <laughs> it's every joke, Chris, we tell you. You I tried you today to wear pants. I'm we just not going to be able to make it the rest of the day wearing pants here. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Michael Copenhaver right said there are easier, easier ways ways to get dates but respect that he's putting in the work i do not respect that work i do not yes it's not good work it's bad work it's very it's um, very disgusting it's like work. showing up at work and doing the opposite that you're being paid for yeah yeah like talk when the host is talking is that what you're saying <laughs> but see when you're quiet that's when i talk or I answer other people's things. Yeah, so, like, yeah. he can talk, but I can't then. No, you're not. I misunderstood. Uh, absolutely. I understand you, it now. You, you misunderstood the contract. I just say small, stupid things. Just say small, stupid things. Don't go on a rant and try to change the world with me, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if it's good content, it'll be good content. It's but just, apparently, you know. But if we can't hear each other have, because we're talking over right, each other. Right, that's you know. kind of the problem. I have no good content. I just say small, stupid yeah, things. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, like, none of us ever do. I have no content. I'm just sitting here like, but it's, yeah. it's literally Marky just Mark. the stupid stuff that comes off the top of my head. Okay, anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, it's time for Chris no. to be embarrassed today. <laughs> Is it time In for our him segment to be called Say What, say where he get, yeah, where Tell he has do. to guess um, basically what slang words are. Yeah, So we're going to get into this uh, intro right now.
Mark oh, says shit. he'll help you out. Here we Don't go. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll just give you a handy. Yeah. Just give me the handy and I'm good, you yeah. know? All right. We're good. That's all, all I right. need. All right. So first one was Bay. You got that one right. Yeah. Yes. So wait, they're saying no sound. I got it. You got it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you did, but I wanted no, to double check. No, because the intro and then him always interrupting. Fucking Mark. God damn it, Mark. Mark, I was shit. actually quiet this time. <laughs> he Mark. was quiet twice. <laughs> That's so true. Like, he, I get it times. But he still wrong. gets blamed, man. God damn it, Mark. He's a, he's a well, I've learned my role Mark now. Mark is going to put a on yeah, the back of his shit. shirt. Mark, the scapegoat. <laughs> Say what? We are very See, much Sarah, we time. did that on purpose <laughs> so that you guys would have no sound and we would talk. And you'd be like, you guys are like, what, what are right. they saying? Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, we're having a good time in here, though. We can just do this whole segment oh, without you know, ready for I, I want to do, I do want to take one little uh, moment. I, I want to uh, congratulate um, Jay Grimm. Jay Grimm, uh, For yes. winning the he contest did. last week. Yep. He got a free shirt. So yeah. Oh, yes. Way to go, Jim. Yeah, Jay. Jay, Jim. Jim too, both of them. Jay Grimm. Yeah. It began with a J. It's close. You, yeah. And you, it was three letters. You added it. Like, you, you mashed his name. It was a mashable. How mashable? He, instead of Jay Grimm, he just said Drim. Yeah. <laughs> it's the next okay. segment. Chris yes. tries to say your name. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Yes. Watch me okay. slaughter your name. So we got Bay. You said that That's was. Nice uh, I did get Bay. Called a significant other. A significant other. Oh, dang. Um, so Michael called Mar- Marcia. He said, Mark, you ignorant slut. Right? <laughs> dang. I mean, That's nice SNL reference, but still. <laughs> yes. How? How? What did I do to be. The second one is Yas. Yas? Yeah. Yas. Is that like Valley Talk, you're thinking? The yas. Is it? I don't know, is it? I think it's like Valley Talk, just that an affirmation, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> but for what? Oh, it's for a specific thing, huh? Yas. You're you're giving an affirmation for something, huh? Well, I mean, what exactly are you saying? Uh that you're in a that you're in a relationship. It kind of ties in with the bay thing. Yas, you know, it's like no, it's just a, it's a, a really annoying way of saying yes. That's what I was saying the first time, and you made me go into it deeper. <laughs> well, you had to go into said, it. Well, you actually had to say yes. Is yes. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. Half credit? Yeah. We'll I, give them half credit for I that. Tried half to use, credit. I tried to use more letters in my yes. answer than necessary. When Not you to. said bait, we could have celebrated with yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, canceled, and not what this show's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled, like, is uh, when you take somebody, they're out of your life. They're gone. Canceled. Um, to reject something because it is no longer trendy or it's become too ratchet. Oh, so me. Ratchet. Yeah. Uh, so, Mark, yeah. <laughs> so, are you giving him credit for that one? Mark, your type of half ratchet credit. will half never credit. go yeah. out That's two half credits. Man, so, I could have rocked this today, man. So, that's like a hole right man. there. Yeah, you could at least have half I could have rocked this today. The canceled stuff, ones, man. Okay. Uh, boogie. Oh, I know this word. It's bougie, not it's boogie. Bougie. It's bougie. It's bougie. See, I know it's it. Bougie. It's bougie. And this is thanks to some one night stand that stayed in my house for way too long. <laughs> and I finally had uh-huh. to put her shit on the curb, and she used no, this word. No, it's boogie, the... because that's not how you spell bougie. Well, that's how they spell it. It's bougie. 
It's bougie. Oh, are you getting on her? Cause hey, she Lisa really Mason, spelling? why don't you chime in since you taught me this word? You don't watch. <laughs> it's also not boogie. I threw her out of my house. Dennis, <laughs> now I'm going to give you the, the... It's bougie, the... which means like it's upper crust. You think you're fancy. That's there right. You, go. you have the little pinky out with your wine because you're a bougie. Oh, I thought this was the thing that was stuck in your nose, boogie. The I'm boogie. sorry. Yeah. That's B-O-O-G-I. Dude, I am Moroccan. Look how good... You know what? This segment... But I thought it was slang for booger. I don't know. Anyways. I am okay. now getting hipper than Epic, guys. I know. This That's... segment is schooling me, man. I'm That's right. I'm getting the down. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Bam. Doing Thirst very good. trap. Thirst trap. Wow. <laughs> this <laughs> this one, is a good one. This That's one, kind of funky, man. A thirst trap. A thirst trap is your uh, watering bar, an expensive place to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of those craft beer bars, high-end wine bars. Um, You want to do a little plug? For the whistle and keg? Yes. The whistle and keg is a, is a thirst trap, man. <laughs> I like to say it's the best damn water in the whole in town. They got a location in Youngstown. They got a location in Cleveland. And they got a new location that's in Columbus. At oh. Rocks, oh. Right outside the arena district, man. We were there Saturday night. No, Friday night. 200 people come out. Man, to that awesome. Thirst trap. Yeah. Thirst trap is not what I'm thinking it is. You know what? It should be. And we're going to change the, <laughs> the definition, definition of and thirst trap. Yeah. Mark, what do you think? Shut I up, Mark. Like I'm not done yet. <laughs> 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 and you are absolutely wrong. Uh, it's a flirty message uh, or photo posted on social media used to deliberately attract attention. attention. Uh, Rachel, you would know all about thirst traps. Oh, no. It, I thought that was catfish bait. I thought, is it you would know all about that when you were it's, posting your pictures about you you looking like a woman? That's right. That's your thirst trap. I was trap. thirst trapping the uh-huh. fuck out of people. I think thirst yeah. traps should be a, a, a cool, trendy drinking place. Yeah, I know. It, that is kind of cool, though. I like. Cool. I, I did admire the plug, but you don't get credit for the word. So is that two? Two and a half? Three, because yeah. you got two halves. Yeah, because you got there, two, two halves, holes. so that's, yeah, I always got so like. So three. Three of three. Four. Good job. Holy three out of five. Cow. Good job. Three out of five. Good I'm going to tell you, man. Yeah. Huge. You're best in this time that, that I've been is, around. Yeah. And that was I'm a, I'm a one what, and guys? done kind of guy, usually. But tonight, I'm a one minute. Exactly why it was a thirst trap catfish. I think I'm going to celebrate and take Rachel home with me. Say what? Say what? Say what? We can see you, Rachel. Yeah, we can see you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> what <laughs> I had to keep looking because I thought it was my name because I'm the one who usually winds up on other people's shots. Yeah, Mark. What the fuck? Yeah. That was okay. my fault. Somehow. Hey, guys, uh, send in your words to Epic to, to bust me, man, and see if I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, Epic at the EpicRadioShow.com. Yeah. So that's all I got. Man. Yeah. Okay. That's all you got, Chris. Say what? That's it. That's it, man. That's, that's it. Right, man. What are you supposed to say after that? Say what? No, not that. I don't know. Hey, that's Michael. Cute. You know what? Don't be a hater. I'm what? Michael said sixty percent is a failing grade. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey. Not in my world, man. Sixty percent is better than fifty percent, and that <laughs> means I'm a winner. <laughs> it's a great completion percentage of football. It is a good completion percentage. Or baseball. Yeah, even in baseball, yeah. Baseball. I mean, not everybody can be your Michael Copenhaver, you know what I mean? This guy's yeah. always just knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Not everybody can be you, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for your uh, your segue. My segue? Yes. You have one? I thought we were just what going on a break. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'm dropping no. the ball, man. 
Yeah. I am. And back to you, Epic. Okay, thank oh, you. Oh, right, there we go. And now ah, and back ah. to my friend, <laughs> to <whisper>. Epic. <laughs> Take it away, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go on break. Uh, when we get back, we're gonna talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. We're gonna see which ones you think uh, should be uh, nominated and and, and 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 or not or what Whatever. you think is gonna be a good fit uh, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because there's some uh, interesting names in there. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to be playing with some balls. Mark uh, with Mark Warren over here. Uh, he's already fidgeting with balls right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us on the social medias. And make sure that um, you check us out on uh, the website, theepicradioshow.com. And for God's sakes, buy a shirt. Please, buy we're, we're shirt. hungry. They're only $10, we're guys. hungry. Please, we're okay. hungry. Great Christmas gifts. Uh, we will be right back. Um, right after this. Thin and fit.
show. We're there, we're there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't even know. I missed man. something. I uh, you guys can always call in the numbers up there, 216 584 5718, if you want to join the conversation. It's like you're thinking that they want to talk to us. I though. know, they it's don't. Like, or if you just want to throw really some don't. verbal punches at Mark. Yeah. yeah. Or mm -hmm. me, or Chris. Uh, or if you want to donate to the show uh, and then you have Cash App downloaded, send us money. Yeah. We're uh, we are Cash App. Whatever you want to call We're so it, thirsty name in here. is dollar sign the epic radio show. This is a thirst trap. That was this is a thirst yeah. trap. Was, yeah. We want attention. I've been called worse things. Give us money. We're hungry and thirsty. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He wants attention. Um. So we're going to talk like about the middle child. <clears throat> Excuse we just me. Just want attention. So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction uh, for 2020. Has some interesting nominations. Yeah, this I didn't year. even see what they were. So, um, well, that's fine because no, I have ever. You're gonna I have tell all me. Of, yep, Boy, they I have all of them. Stuff. All right, so uh, this year's nominees are Pat Benatar. Mm. Who's that? <laughs> She's a singer. Uh, yes. Okay. Mr. Benatar doesn't feel that way. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dave Matthews Band. Too soon. No. They, well, this is the first year that they can yeah, do it. Soon. Yeah. Well, it's been twenty. <laughs> so the twenty-five. Yes. Twenty-five years. If I say it three times, does it make a difference? No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, the Pesci mode. Depeche. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I like that. I'm, that's what I'm calling you should, them. You should do the wrist if you're gonna say Depeche. Yeah. Mode. Yeah. But how do you pronounce it? Depeche. 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 That's all. Well, no, okay. I always thought it was Depeche because Joe uh, Pesci founded it. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah, so too. Pesci. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, MC5, Motorhead, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails, I love them. The Notorious B.I.G. I don't think they'll make it, though, this way. Uh, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Todd uh, Rudgren. Who the fuck is that? Are the best serious? one on this list. All yeah, right, Mark, I'm give it sorry. up, man. Todd Rundgren. The Todd Rundgren. The Todd. I didn't Todd say that to get yelled at. I just asked <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Yeah, I know. He's a, he, he a shoe and he will definitely. I wanted so hard to behave myself one time. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't even get two minutes in. They can hear you from downtown Cleveland. That's why. Yeah, you helped me I did, I did. I insight. You enabled me. Soundgarden, T-Rex, and Thin Lizzy. They don't know who T-Rex is either. I know they don't, but I better not yell about that either. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, like, uh, maybe half you, of those what you guys, people are. Was Gary Glitter in T-Rex, or am I just No, 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 no. That, okay. was, that was Mark Bolin. All right, right, right. Mark right, Bolin right. of T-Rex. Not okay. to be confused yeah. with the Bolin that was in Thin Lizzy later. Yeah, I can't really comment right. on these. I don't... Gary. Except Gary. Nine Inch Nails. I love Nine well, Inch Gary Nails. Gary Glitter was a solo Gary artist. Gl I like yeah, Motorhead. Yeah. But I thought he was in uh, one of those groups. So which one do you think... Is Let's go the most out one. of place. The most out of place? Yes. The most out of place. I can't really answer oh, that because I don't know. I'm going to throw this up on the main screen. Yeah, okay. it'll help me out because yeah, I, I can there were something it. in there I was surprised by. Let's try Let's to say, put this somewhere in a corner. Yeah, I'll do it. I think Dave Matthews is too soon. That's my biggest. Right, so and I'm going to elaborate on what you're saying there. It's is, just, uh, because there's, there's too many people that have been around longer that deserve to be in that are not in. For example, Todd Rundgren is not in. Should have been and, in and several times oh, already. without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. The without best artist on there, yeah. Yeah, hands down. I think, uh, I think Shaka Khan is probably the, the one that sticks out that, that shouldn't be on there. 
It's weird because it's Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. I know. I've I'm never not familiar with that. That's what yeah. they were originally back in the 70s. And then huh. Shaka Khan uh, split off and did her thing, right? I don't know if they, she what split the f- off or if this, like, you know how studios will be like, well, <laughs> we're just going to go this direction yeah. and stuff. Okay, let me look at these. Yeah, most of these I don't recognize. So. Uh, Soundgarden, obviously, I think they, they that's a good one. They fall a little bit into the Dave Matthews in the end. This is what he means by too soon is, okay, so it's your first year of eligibility or second or third or whatever. You don't just automatically get to waltz right in. Well, and these are just nominations. These right. are. We agree. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can many... actually go and vote. Uh, yeah. Who you think should be nominated. Yeah. Soundgarden, um, I can care one way or the other. Let me I mean, try to. You know. It might just r- ride it. the wave of Chris Cornell's death and they yeah, get it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. But I think even if Chris Cornell hadn't died, they, he, he'd he been making great music. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, he's mm-hmm. one of the I mean, best rock singers of the last yes, 30 years. Absolutely. Yeah. Even without Soundgarden, just even nominating him, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I would even agree with. <clears throat> I can't really say much about this. I'm only famil- slightly familiar with eight of them. <laughs> So, uh, Thin Lizzy, yeah, I think they should be a, a no, mediocre no. to be honest with you. Don't know about Thin yes. Lizzy. <sighs> Thank goodness I can't reach over and slap him. Huh? <laughs> Thin Lizzy, mediocre, really. Uh, wow, you, know, you would not have bands like U2 without, band, without Thin Lizzy. You think? Oh, without a doubt, man. They were the first Irish rock band, they were one of the first oh, bands well, to yeah, feature I agree with that, yeah. a bass player uh, predominantly as the lead vocalist, one of the first African American leads in a rock and roll band then lizzie was very instrumental in their day they toured hard back in the but that's we're talking you know the ancient days of rock and roll no i got gotcha. you yeah, like i mean the, i, did, the I didn't know some of that so yeah, that yeah. does change my perspective no, they are very yeah if you ask bands like u2 and stuff mm-hmm. that there would be no uh, is u2 in the rock hall yeah I certainly, I say, I, I I would would certainly so. think that you yeah. two at this point. I mean, Bono, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen his I, uh, when we went. On the wall, the signature. I think yeah. so. I would think, I think so. so. It's is, been a while. Is Thin Lizzy associated with Bowie, too? Right? Um, David Bowie. Was, wasn't Thin Lizzy, wasn't that the boys are back the in boys town? Boys are yeah. back. Yeah. Who else? What, what else did they Jailbreak. Oh, yeah. Jailbreak's a good one. They've got a great live album. This is not a good time. Motorhead. I like Motorhead. Motorhead um, has probably the ugliest lead singer <laughs> in a in a rock and roll history. If they were if they were going to be nominated for the ugliest band, <laughs> definitely Motorhead should be top of that. They were a lifestyle band. I always Jesus. say they were just hard driving rock. Oh and my roll. god! I like them though. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. Well, what's really funny about Motorhead is the lead singer's only twenty three, but he looks like he's well. That's the no. that's the new lead singer, the, the original lead singer, Lemmy. Yeah, died. Lemmy. I know. I was. It was a joke. Oh, yeah. swish. Is the new guy ugly too? <laughs> I think that's the prerequisite. I agree. Not Motorhead. Or you got to ring Jack and Coke. Unless you're ugly. Yeah. Uh, Whitney Houston, would you would you say that she is rock? I wouldn't say she, she's definitely no, not rock. She's R&B, I don't think that's her right? genre. See, I, I was listening to something <coughs> on the radio the other day, and they brought up some interesting mm-hmm. uh, things about her past when she was coming out, not necessarily when she made it, uh, but she, her family was actually associated with a lot of... Uh, Rock and roll 
uh, upbringing. Sorry. You know, like um, <clears throat> they were associated with a lot of. Rock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I believe her mom actually was a backup singer for Elvis wow. or something like that. Like Sarah said, she will always love you. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. So, she will always love you. Um, yes. If uh, if Tina Turner and Janet Jackson are in there, I could make a case. Well, for Janet Jackson was abducted. Uh, oh, <laughs> 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 I said if abducted. knowing that they are. I believe, right? I believe yes. she, she was abducted. abducted. <laughs> so since not, she should have been. She was abducted by Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She might have been abducted <laughs> by that it. space alien yeah. that looked like her brother Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. But Tina Turner, That's you can't put Tina Turner in the same group as with the okay. yeah. then, Oh, Tina Turner is rock. Tina Turner is a goddess. Yeah. But if, if she and Janet Jackson are in, <laughs> yeah. I could make a case for Whitney Houston. Bat I see what you're saying. Probably there. Pat Benatar, even too. Yeah. I'm think? not so sure if I could for Shaka Khan. <clears throat> wow. I could make a case for MC5. I don't think I could for the Tortoise. I don't think Shaka Khan MC5, definitely. Definitely. I mean, what do you think Shaka Khan would have contributed to rock and roll? Like, because you, you, like, when you're thinking about um, nominating somebody to be in the Hall of Fame, right? You, you want to think about the impact they made. So, the early impact from that band would have been the Caribbean sounds and influences of like Latin America and South okay. America and things like that. Were, so, much more before we ever had Gloria Estevan and the Miami Sound Machine, they were doing different types of rhythms and things like that, the large styles. Kind of like uh, Sly and the Family Stone, but then again, more Caribbean sounding and things, but large bands, large sounds, and things like that. So they definitely had a contribution, I, I believe. And I would definitely consider them rock and roll, kind of like Taj Mahal, you know, a band that today a lot of people yeah, don't know, movie. but some great yeah. music, you know what I mean? And stuff in that sense. And I think Taj Mahal has been inducted into the Rock Hall. I um, could Not be. a part of this list that I don't see on there. Uh, no? Judas Priest? Did I mention him? You did. Judas Priest is on the list. <laughs> is it? Okay. Um, I mean, they're pretty influential. Yeah. You know? I think they'll get in. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good <laughs> yeah. one. You know what you notice a lot on this you know, first list that you get is groups that will knock other groups off. Yeah. Yeah. Well Judas Priest or Kraftwerk make it to the next. Well, probably yeah. Judas Priest. Now Kraftwerk I think is the surprise one. I think Kraftwerk you know, or they make it and then Judas Priest. And, and early Whitney Houston, I mean, she was so iconic. Like seriously, I'm I, just saying. Like she was, like she was. I, I, I mean, obviously, when she was on crack and stuff. Oh my god, she was, she was cracking. <laughs> yeah, but hey, but maybe that associated her with the rock and roll lifestyle. Lifestyle, that's right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Uh, Pat so Benatar. I'm I'm not really familiar with Pat. Me either. Eighties female very, rock. Very eighties yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. MC Five. MC Five is Detroit. They're fathers of punk rock, man. Oh, actually, wow. so very uh, loud, energetic songs uh, that are uh, in an era <laughs> where they were producing long, epic ball uh, songs. They, yeah. They were still doing the three minute piece kind of thing. Okay. Just gotcha. Knocking it out, man. Hard and aggressive from Detroit City. Think man. if the Ramones were good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Now, one, I like the Ramones. I love the Ramones. Now, because they were clever. Yeah. yeah. Not because they were talented. <laughs> um. Well, the Ramones are like one of them things like 
uh, I want to be sedated, you know, and it, yeah. it wasn't because they were masters of the instruments they played. No. Right. MC5, there's, there's a little bit I of I like that song, though. It's like really, it's like simple. You could name a yeah. dozen yeah. Ramones songs. The English yeah. I can't. Actually, that's the only one I can think to of. The Ramones. The English, and isn't that funny? English how punk movement right. is credits yeah. the Ramones for the, the escalation of that scene. I mean, they had, they started the punk movement, but yeah. it blew up because... The English saw the Ramones and were like, hot oh, damn. And, yeah. and they were inspired by guys like, uh, uh, now I want to listen to that Costello song. and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's funny the way it all works. Now, sure. what about Dave Matthews, man? No. Now, a lot of people will say immediately no, but, <coughs> uh, they, they're more in like the jam band culture. They, mm -hmm. they kind of do that. There's not a lot of jam bands. That are in the Hall of Fame, and I I feel like that's part of rock and roll. Oh, because there's a lot of uh, bands that were just kind of just kicking around, just doing little 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 mini tours and stuff, and uh, just uh, because it took them a while to make it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like they were like an overnight sensation or nothing. Mm -hmm. They they jammed around mm -hmm. bar to bar, built you know, doing build up road. a following. Yeah. and I I think that's one of the things that I appreciate. Now you you can love or hate their music, but I, I don't know think, how you cannot like the music. Well, the music's great. Well, the, it, that's debated. You know, that's debatable. Just the saxophone the, and bass. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, according according, yeah. you know, according, some people would say. Oh well, their music isn't all that good. Whatever, but that's that's. We're to talking taste. about Dave Matthews Band. Yes. I don't know. I'm of the opinion that the worst part of the band is two thirds of the title. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be Matthews Band. He likes the name Dave. Uh, he likes the name Dave. I, the, I thought it was the Dave. Dave is fine. The yeah. Dave. Man, should it just be called Dave? I don't know. <laughs> it, it could be called Dave. I think it could, could be called be. Matthews. They'll make it because of their following. I don't though, know anything about T Rex. Yeah, but in years. T Rex. <laughs> okay, we. I can help you out with T. I'm a huge T Rex fan. T Rex started out actually as a folk band oh, with with, right. with him and uh, was it Timmy Finn playing bongos, and they hooked up with Elton John. That is beer, by the way. I am drinking yes. beer. Yes. Yeah. yeah as drinking. the '70s went on and sounds changed, and just some of the cool stuff that they did. T Rex was yeah. the founder of basically like glam rock. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't the things that Bowie went on to do, yeah. you know, and and things like that. That's why I was T Rex with the did Gary all Glitter that. Your Elton yeah. John look, yeah, 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 very much. He was the, you know, the glitter rock of that era. What's that one big song that he had? Is the anthem song? Everybody hears it. At T Rex, now. bang a gong, bang a gong, uh, power station on, redid it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. But they got a lot of their stuff's great. If you're not right? into T Rex. <laughs> Check out some T Rex. Yeah. Check out some MC. And stuff other than I mean, that song we just referenced. I mean, to be honest, everybody on this list is iconic in their own way. Absolutely. If you if you're not familiar with the music, um, you should definitely you check out every single one of these people. Because regardless of how much people would say, "Oh, it's too soon," or maybe this person isn't rock or whatever, well, maybe make your own. Um, case for it by listening to each of these artists yeah and you can go on to um uh www.rockhall.com backslash 2020 nominees and you can vote for yourself or actually if you just type into google, google. vote rock hall 2020 
it'll pop up the list and you can literally vote right on they're the, all winners that was yes. cool i saw that that blurb there said pat benatar had an early lead with, with the highest votes and one of the things that you were looking at how but how is rungry not in um, I have no idea. I have no idea. Hello, man. it's me. Yeah, it blows my mind. Well, you know, I saw the light. He, he's a performer, second. but he, he's a producer. You know, that hell of a writer. You know, yeah. I think he does have the whole. Second. He's the wizard. We got a caller, guys. Oh no, you have a caller. Yeah, Somebody's we have a caller. Give me call. one second to get this straight. It's going to be a rock and roll. Man. I don't know. They're it's, all winners. Give me a Ashley. second. They're all winners. No, that's that's. Hello, welcome to the How's Epic Raiders. Hey, what's going on? <clears throat> um, you guys are talking about the rock and roll inductees this year. Is that, that what I caught? Yes. I was only on the stream for about five minutes before I called. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but Biggie Smalls is on the list as a nominee this year. Yes. Know? So it's Whitney Houston, there's Dave Matthew Band, uh, there's Thin yeah, Lizzy. Yeah, you guys were giving a yes. bunch of shit to Dave Matthews Band, but I laughed <laughs> super hard when the guy said that the worst part of the band <laughs> yeah. is two-thirds of the title. That was good, I died. wasn't it? I died yeah. laughing, but Thanks. I do have to agree with him because the trumpet player that died that was yeah. originally in Dave Matthews' band is probably one of the most underrated members of the group. Yeah. Um, the bass player, Biggie too. Smalls probably doesn't deserve to be in the rock and roll music hall of fame. Uh -huh. Music hall of fame in general, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, Not but the rock and roll part. You guys are from Ohio, right? Or some yes. of you are? Yep. Mm -hmm. How all... do you feel about a Biggie Smalls, uh, like... Well, room. well, you know, I, 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 I've talked about this before with other people. Yeah, well, I mean, I believe they already have Jay Z. They already have yeah. uh, Ice Cube, um, a couple other NWA. I think the Tupac. rock. Um, I think the rock calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the wrong moniker. I for think it. so too. It's more of a pop music. Yes. Museum, and that's the problem with it. We already did this fight. Well, that's not yeah. rock and roll; it shouldn't be in there. That mm -hmm. went on 15 years ago, and that fight's been lost. Yeah, and we are. It is a pop music museum, is yeah. what it is. Uh, um, another thing reality. is, I I do agree uh, with you as, as being a former rapper. I was a rapper for 20 years. Um, there you go. Um, and I can give my perspective on this. I absolutely don't think they should be uh, inducted. I I think there should be a separate facility uh, that represents hip hop, you know, a, a hip hop uh, 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 hall of fame. I, I believe that. I don't. I don't see why you have to go <clears throat> in one instance and go see the Beatles and all these iconic uh, rock and roll yeah. hall of famers, and then you know maybe the next the next place you go is LL Cool J or like. Whatever. T pain or some shit. I don't know. Like where, I just, where would it be? I'm sorry. Yeah, where, what is the what, epicenter what of rap? City would yeah. you have the rap hall of fame? Um well I, think I don't know. I, I would say New York. New York, Los Angeles, New York, or Detroit. Or, uh, yeah, because I mean that's Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking, thinking Atlanta too. Atlanta, Atlanta could be a one. That's a, yeah. that's a, yeah, that's that's a good one too. There are rap groups, though, that embody what rock and roll is. I would I'm from Michigan, yeah. so I would naturally love if well, there was uh, a Motown Hall of Ex Fame. There is. Detroit. That would be great, yeah. Well, there I, is a, isn't there a Motown thing? It's small. It there, is. It is. It's, it's super small. Yeah. Uh, it's is a it single Barry White building, stuff, like a house. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, is it a house? Tall. But yeah. that's yeah. what it was, though. That's what I thought it was the old uh, recording studio. It is the old recording is studio, okay, which see, is basically right. in a home. In a house, yeah. all right. In, right? I've never been there. My uncle's been there. But, I mean, yeah. But it's that's way. Yeah, it, as far as I know, it's like a duplex house that got combined to become a recording studio. But how? And I've never been there. Yeah. But it's a poor example of what that. Very um, good point music did to the industry yeah I, I do agree but yeah. uh, i believe some motown artists are inducted oh without a doubt because yes. some of those without motown a, artists yeah. embody what rock and yeah. roll is yeah. just like some rap artists it was yeah. a fundamental part of rock and roll yeah, yeah. it was in the well, there's a name on the nominations list this year that should have been on there years ago but i forget who it was and i don't think you guys named it to me on the phone tyler um, what was it? Is it Todd Rundgren? No. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, I can read it to you, and you can tell me. Um, there's Pat... you mind reading it to me? No, that's fine. Uh, Pat Benatar. There's Dave Matthews Band. Uh, Depeche Mode. Uh, the Doobie Brothers. Whitney Houston. Judas Priest. Kraftwerk. MC5. Motorhead. Nine Inch Nails. MC5. There MC5. You go. MC5. MC5. Definitely, buddy. MC5. And again, I I can't. Uh, my name's Connor. I'm from Michigan. For nice to meet you, Connor. Hi, Connor. Um, thanks, guys, for having me on. Um, but again, MC5 was from Ann Arbor. Yes, so I'm, they were. I'm like, that's a huge, and they were one of the first punk rock bands. Yep. If you want to open yourself up to what that genre was back in the late 60s. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Good stuff. But I'm, yeah, man, like, uh, pump out the jams. I mean, there was a there Pump was out a, the jams. Hey, Connor, yeah. what about some Husker Du, man? You do some Husker Du back in the day? Oh, yeah. Heck I, yeah, I good stuff. I definitely listen to some Husker Du. Lost, yeah. wasn't and, it? Those um, are lost, man. Nobody listens to Husker <laughs> Du. Connor's younger than all of us, though. <laughs> Fu Manchu is another one that I still listen to. You got me on that Ooh, one. That one I know. That's a good one. You got me on that one. Awesome. But, uh, no, I've, I've been dying to hook up with you guys and like be on the show in some way to be honest with you oh. me and uh <laughs> epic have talked privately about this a couple yeah. of times um well my name's connor i do um my own show it's called talking yep. chaos uh oh, okay. you can find it on most platforms um but you guys are great and i thank you to the show every week oh uh, thank you i, I appreciate I'm it i'm just i'm super unfortunate that i woke up so late and then i'm like <laughs> wait they're live Oh, yeah. I can call in. I have yet to do this. So, we love to have that? people call in anytime. We yeah, love to have people absolutely. call in and talk and be a part of the show. You guys are mad for doing this live, though. I think you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many mistakes I make in a single... It's like, all good. I mean, I say things... I said to Pesci mode. That's right. like we Joe just blame Pesci Mark. Was he said someone was on South Pesci myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's after Joe Pesci. Yeah. I don't it was Mark's fault. But, well, but yeah, it, we are mad for doing this live. It's great, but though. But uh, I do... Dude, He, you need to check out Connor's uh, podcast. It is it is really funny, um, and and honestly, and not to not to take anything away from your co-host, but I, I think you make the show, my friend. Hey Connor, post <laughs> a link in, in the comment oh. sections if you can for so I can catch that later. Yes, do Please. that. No, I definitely will. Thank I, you. I appreciate you guys letting me do that. Um, I actually. My co-host quit on me two weeks ago. Oh, oh. wow. That's horrible. Well, then you were the yeah, only so... redeeming grace of the show then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. see, I for, predicted for the moment, that shit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, we're we're moving in a different direction with some things, trying to keep the overall uh, show quality the same. Okay. Uh, we have okay. a Patreon page, and awesome. uh, somehow people manage to give me their money each month, so that's really <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have one. I've but, yet to do anything with it though. I don't know. I guess I'll talk to you about that, but uh, I don't. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing half the time. To be honest with you, <laughs> I just exactly. I try different things, see what works, and. And, and roll with it if it does, and then move on I've to something else. I figured out that every podcaster is doing the same thing. You, yeah. you can listen to Mark Marin podcast, yeah. and he's been doing it 13 years, and he's still like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea." <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah, well, I just new. wake We're up every morning and, and keep recording. <laughs> I mean, it's all we can do. I mean, I love doing this. Uh, I've been, we've been doing this uh, over two years now, and uh, you know, it started off with just like 20 people a month listening, yep. and. And now I we depending on the month we we get anywhere from uh, four to eight thousand people. Yeah, 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 we've had some great numbers. Very yeah. blessed. Absolutely, we're very yeah, blessed. Do, well, it's a great show. And Thank it's you. Super entertaining, and it makes appreciate my it. Sunday morning. Awesome. For sure. Well, we really appreciate um, that. What do you guys think of Craftwork? I'm a huge Craftwork fan, dude. Yeah, I think it's a good nomination. Way overdue. They definitely were the uh, leading edge of that sound coming out of Berlin at that time. Yeah. And the influences they had, you wouldn't have had albums from Bowie like Lodger, yeah. uh, which is one of my favorites. You know, that whole era that what he did the, the Berlin album and Lodger and Low. Uh, well, and there's a bunch of relations that you can make to Nine Inch Nails. Oh, right, right exactly. Oh, yeah. have the yeah, there you go. They right, have right. without bands like Kraftwerk. Devo, The fact that Nine Inch Nails is probably in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to guess that they are because yeah. of how influential they've been. Well, they're, 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 nominated. they're nominated this year, but yeah. I think this is their second nomination. Yeah. I, I think. I think so, too. But you I, see, again, before Nine Inch Nails gets in, Kraftwerk should get in, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, if, if you're having bands that are nominated um, like in the same category or Say, for instance, Nine Inch Nails and Kraftwerk were both up for nomination at the same time. To mm. me, there's been a massive error in judgment made. Yeah. <laughs> well, and how like, often... a, like somebody was in a time machine and totally <laughs> lost track of what time was and was like, yeah, no, both of these bands are fine together. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. All right. Well, thank you for calling in, Connor. We appreciate it. Make sure you leave your links in the comments. Uh, so people can oh, yeah, check yeah, you guys out. Sure, guys. All right. Thank you, thank you so Thanks, much. Kyle, no problem. Keep doing it. All right, and thank if you, you guys ever want to have me on, get get in touch with me. Oh yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, make sure you message Thanks, me, um, just because I messages get lost after a while. So uh, <laughs> make sure you message yeah, no. me so I have you towards the top of the list. We'll we'll uh, talk. Hey, Connor, if you reach out to me, I got a lot of comedian friends in the area. I'd be happy to share some people with you. Maybe you could uh, do some auditions for a new co-host, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. And I have a ton of comedian friends in Michigan that Mm -hmm. know all about who you are in the Ohio area. Thank you. What's that, funny noises? Yeah, no, um, apparently... Uh, we've both worked with the same uh, stand-up comedians like four or five different times. Oh, well, like uh, I'm trying to think, Carl. Um, uh, what's his last name? I cannot think Carl of Haggerty? his. No, um, I'm thinking Mike Logan. You work with Mike, Mike Logan? Logan's a good one. Yeah. Um, I've heard of Mike Logan, and I think I'm friends with Mike. We've had some conversations, but Jay Hunter 
was the name <laughs> oh, that yeah, came up. Oh, yeah, Jay Hunter. Yeah, he's awesome. Jay was in Columbus with me just this Friday, man. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Jay's one of my favorite people. And uh, him and I get together every month, month and a half, to just shoot, shoot. The, the the bull, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. he's he I love him. He's fantastic. Um, I can't Witzkull, believe he did a show with uh, Jay Chandrashar. Yeah, Carl Connor, Witzkull. reach out to me. I don't know oh, if we're like, connected like, on uh, Facebook or not, but uh I apologize if we are and I'm not aware of it, but reach out to me, all right, man. We'll do a little chat. For sure. Definitely. You, you know, guys all have a great day. Thanks too. for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no it. problem. Thank you. Have a good day, man. Thanks for calling. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Connor. Um, you know what's funny too, um how I met how I met Connor was um i was doing this uh i i joined this group on a podcast one of these podcast groups and there was this thing that popped up about like uh not sponsorship but like uh uh when you take what's the donations word? no when you take somebody like under your wing what's that called? oh a mentoring mentoring yes so i was like well you know I, i've been doing this for a while I think, you know, maybe if anybody had questions of how to set up and stuff like that, I could answer them. So that's what I did, and that's how we met. And we talked and stuff. I checked out his podcast. It was really cool. And we just started talking about stuff, and he's, he's a really nice guy. You Thank shy, you for man. talking with us and calling in. Uh, we're going to move come. on, though. Are you ready for playing with some balls? Oh, I know one guy who is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's his balls being played with. Oh, gotcha. His pants are not. Yeah. Not. I am completely <laughs> nude from the waist. As a matter of fact, I can just take a minute and stand up. You know. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, right. no, well, no you were no. supposed to cut to me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> almost made the visual. Almost yeah, made it. Almost made it. it. No. Right there. Alas, alas, I fucked it up. Rachel took my pants and won't give them back now. So. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm well, just stuck here. I, I see who's wearing so. the pants. Yep. Bad day to go commando. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so we're gonna do playing with balls. Play with Get balls. ready for it. Here we go. Talk during it, otherwise it's just dead air. <laughs> no, because what? Um, then I'll mute it. There you go. Oh, well, also since it's muted, let's pick it up on your now. mic. I'm so damn loud. Yeah, you're good. Hey, play it with balls with me, Mark Warren. Small balls, big balls, <laughs> oddly shaped balls, all sorts of balls, maybe even Chris's balls. Hey, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Well, first we start with pucks. Because who gives a puck? I give a puck. <laughs> Thanks for that. You guys can leave your mics on. It doesn't matter. I talk all during your segments. Just talk during mine. It's what we all do. No, that's um, like her cue what? to like. Oh, she takes a nap during the sports yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Yeah. She, she. For she sure, knows. for sure. Right. I nap saw time. her sleeping the one time even. Yeah. <laughs> your Columbus Blue Jackets. This is your NHL hockey news. Real fast here. Uh, they're uh, they're sitting at three of five after two difficult back to back three to two losses. On Friday and on Saturday. Jeez. So they were just turning things around. They got to 500, 3-3 three three early in the season, and they lose back-to-back games in Chicago against the Blackhawks and then here at home against the Islanders. So fall to a, a record of 3-5, and five, and uh, it's unfortunate because they, they really looked like they were going to start off the first uh, portion of the season pretty well. But sitting at 3-5. and five, Yeah, Jeremy, you're welcome to call in. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry Rodriguez, right? Yeah. What's up, buddy? Uh, I actually literally saw you drive past me earlier today. <laughs> and uh, so we can move on to basketball then. 
Because that was all that I really have for hockey. Blue Jackets okay. got to get better. That's fine. Um, just rattle off those quick st- scores real fast. In basketball, start off with a slightly more uh, heartwarming but also slightly saddening news. Uh, Beth McLeod, who is the uh, the the wife, uh, the 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 not widowed, unfortunately, um, uh, uh, for wife of uh, uh, Fred McLeod, she sent out ties to a bunch of uh, locals in the area that were Fred's ties, <laughs> actual ties that he wore. Always have a good tie guy. Uh, uh, certain uh, local sports guys like Matt Lodi. And uh, Mark Munch Bishop went to Twitter to show uh, show off these nice ties. It was a nice, heartwarming gesture. Uh, in respect to the Cavs, however, um, it's, this is this is your preview for the season. My prediction, as well as coupled with the couple that I've seen uh, in the NBA, Forbes, uh, according to them, they have the Clippers or the Sixers winning it all. So those are your two teams to look for in the West and the East. The West is going to be a large jumble of teams in the NBA. The East is going to have, uh, I think, either uh, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Yeah, you're fine. Burped right into the microphone. <laughs> uh, so either either the Sixers or the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks representing the East. Sadly, your Cavs be fortunate to, to win 26 games. I think if they all stay healthy and they all perform well, a lot of rookies on this team, they could win 38 and surprise you. And be the number eight seed, but that's the most I'll give you on an NBA prediction. Uh, uh, for time constraints and what have you, I probably move <laughs> quickly on into baseball, which finally the ALCS was decided yesterday. Yay. The Nationals went in in the NL and swept the Cardinals, so that series ended very quickly. It was just four games; it was over. And uh, uh, the the unfortunate thing about it is that. Uh, uh, the the St. Louis Cardinals. I was talking them up. They're the, the greatest franchise in National League history, yeah. probably. And then you get swept by the Nationals. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, uh, however, in in the American League side, that took a bit longer. A rain delay delayed it uh, a one extra day, and the Yankees delayed it one extra game, so two more days even. So it took six full games. Yeah. For uh for the. Uh, the, the Astros to finally pull it out. And the Yankees came back and tied it last night. In I the know. Top of the ninth. It was an exciting game. Yes. Uh, tied it at four <laughs> in the four. top of the ninth. Uh, DJ LeMahieu, who should probably yeah. be your AL MVP this isn't year. He, he's amazing, isn't he? Well, yeah. And he see, he was a quality, yeah. good player with uh, he's the really Rockies turned before. It up. Yes. A lot, of te- a lot of players did there with the Yankees uh, this, this previous season. Thank you, Sarah. And so that pretty much uh, uh, spells that for baseball talk. You're you're going to have the Astros versus the Nationals. I guess the the one thing I would ask you, fellas and lady, uh, for as much as you're into baseball, I'm sure. Do you have a, a particular team with a slight rooting interest in this, or uh, maybe even a prediction? Because I I fear that the Astros will probably win it, but I want the Nationals to win it. You think? Well, I thought that um, there's there's a tie with the New York and Astros right now. No, the Astros ended it last night. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Okay, um, so you got Astros and Nationals. You want the Astros to win? 
I want the Nationals to win, but I'm fairly certain the Astros have the better baseball team. Unless the Nationals can pitch lights out every single game. They're starting pitching. When's the last time either one of them have won a World Series? The Astros won it just in 2017, and the Nationals have never been. Not even when they were to the Montreal Expos. Not when, I mean, there were other Washington teams, but you have to go back to like 1933 when the Washington Senators or something. Yeah, went to the World Series, and I forget. I think that was the National League Washington Center Senators. Gotcha. There was an American League one too. You're right. But I think yep. that was in the '60s, and then yep. they moved and became the Twins. Yeah, Washington has sucked for having Major League Baseball franchises, which is why it's so amazing that the Nationals are doing what they're doing. And if it helps you guys at all, uh, Michael Brantley is the former Indian that is on the Astros, and former Indians that are currently playing on the Nationals are catcher Jan Gomes and currently third baseman, but. We knew him better as a shortstop at second baseman as Drupal Cabrera has caught on with the Nationals. The Nationals have the oldest team in Major League Baseball this year. Wow. They, went, they went a very unique route in building their team. And uh, and I think it's just a one-shot chance at a championship this season, which is something that the Twins kind of did, and it got them as far as they did. But uh, the Nationals have been more successful with it. They added, They have talented young starting pitching. That's the difference between them and the Twins. And uh, so that's why you see the Nationals here in the World Series. And I think they have a shot against the Astros. I think it goes six, but I honestly couldn't tell you who the winner is. And I hate doing that to you all. But Well, it's going to be so close. It is. I think so. I don't think, I don't think this is going to be a blowout World Series at all. These teams are both better suited to play one another. Absolutely. If the Yankees had gone in... It would have been the Yankees just having to try to mash the entire time. And it's why they couldn't hold up against the Astros. Exactly. They couldn't outscore them because the pitching was too good for the Astros. You're going to see a lot of excellent pitching. And that's the unique thing with the way this baseball season was. You saw records for home runs in the entire league. Several franchise uh, records for teams. And then what's happening in the playoffs? Great pitching and excellent defense. Mm-hmm. Brantley even made a hell of a play in last night's game. So, yep. you know. Uh, next. The way it's changed. Ohio State football. Very little to talk about here because it was a Friday night game. And it was interesting because they hadn't played on a Friday night since 1959. Wow. And in 1959, they lost to USC 17-0. to Well, to make up for that, they uh, they won on Friday night against Northwestern 52-3. to Jeez. Oh, it was a close game after the first quarter. Ohio State had a meager 7-3 to uh, lead there. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, quickly built upon that. And uh, you know, it didn't even it didn't look bad. I mean, fifty-two to three. They just ran all over him. J.K. Dobbins had a big run, make it fourteen to three. And uh, after that, it was it was just a massacre. Four touchdown passes for the quarterback Fields. Ohio State's looking great. They're going and and playing Wisconsin this upcoming Saturday noon, which is still a big game, even though Wisconsin just suffered a rough loss to Illinois, twenty-four to twenty-three. Should be intriguing. Wisconsin. Is going to give Ohio State a fight. This is going to be the first real, and I mean like real legit game that Ohio State's played this year. All you naysayers about about schedule. I, I'm I, I'm hoping Ohio State just goes and beats them by two or three touchdowns. Yeah, uh, I agree. I and I think they will. I mean, Wisconsin's a good team. Yeah. I will not deny that. But Ohio State will show just how good they are. I think I think every year, um, people doubt. The power of Ohio State, and every year we usually prove them wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Every every year they hate on us. <laughs> Last year was a rough year because you could tell we had issues, whatever they were. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, you could. Meyer was already planning on leaving. It was. A, it was. It was. Everything a long was kind of up in the air. Yeah. It. Every it game felt long. Every game was tightly contested. This year, Day comes in. He was the hand selected guy. We've known it for at least one year. And they might have known it there at the Ohio State University for like two or three seasons yeah. that he was going to replace Meyer when the time came. Yeah. So with all of that stuff in place and everything else. Well, they came out the gate running, and Fields is at quarterback, and he's a whole and lot Jeremy's, better. Jeremy's uh, itching to come on. And, and he can call he whenever call he wants in. because well, pro, pro football, football is yeah. now. And that makes sense because we, we all kind of just yell each other about pro football. Because right. that's what we do in Northeast Ohio, just in general. Just yell. Especially, Lots of fucking yelling. It's, I just I yell about Todd Rugrin and I yell about Swedish people or the Dutch or whatever. Right. Well, I just people yell. In the Netherlands, you just yell Rachel! <laughs> do I yell? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, she I said. brought that back for anybody else who's watched before. That's just for you, Rage. Somebody get him some methadone, please. <laughs> methadone calms you down. Yes, methadone. Oh, it calms does. Down. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. But it's a, it's a bad drug. Were you not listening to Ryan? No, methadone is a good drug, man. Method. Football. Meth is a bad drug. Methadone is what you use. Hey, to, welcome, you know, Jeremy. It's like a quaalude. What's up, guys? How you hey, doing? Hey, what's up? Hi, Jer. Jay. Hey, what's up, man? What's How going you on, doing? Man? I, I just talked to you like a week football. ago. Huh? Yeah, yeah, football. That's right, football. <laughs> football. Hey, so, so what so about... did you guys? Huh? So did you guys see the trade today that the Browns were offered? No. No. What happened? Breaking, breaking news earlier today that uh, the original offer they sent Austin Corbett over to the Rams. Correct. Well, the original offer was to send Marcus Peters for Joel uh, I can never pronounce the last name, Batonio. Hmm. That, that's what the original trade they wanted to do. Yeah, I would have taken her that. offensive line is in, no, no, our offensive line is in shambles. Now, so Batonio is one of the guys you want guy to have there. around. Right. Right, right. Marcus Peters is good, but I think when we get Greedy Williams back and we get Denzel Ward back, we're still going to have two shutdown corners. Well, right. And the nice thing about the way this defense is, it, it hasn't been a problem in our secondary. Teams have been running right. on us. We need a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. If that if that was the trade I would make, I I need I need depth at linebacker. When you're only going to play two linebackers all the time, you need four or five healthy, yeah, ready to go linebackers. Absolutely. That's why the Kirksey injury is so, so bad. They get hit so hard all the time. Well, right, well, and you're you gassed. Do, well, you you have Ward and uh, Greeny shutting it down. You could then put TJ Carey back at safety and have him come inside the box. Yeah. That's just going to help a lot. I'm inside a You know, box. right now, they, they can't go man right now, you know. They can't go mm -hmm. man, so they're going to run all over us. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now, my segue from that is they need to give Chubb the ball until other teams start stacking the box. I don't know what's going on, but right now, all they're doing is trying to open the run game with the passing game. And right. that's not how it works in football. No. You need to open the passing game with the run game. Give Chubb the ball. Give me my 40 fantasy points per week, and the Browns will win. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is they finally were starting to do that this past week. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, the amusing thing with Chubb is he still got over 600 rushing yards. And for all the problems, yeah. I'm using air quotes here, with the offensive line, they're doing a heck of a job run blocking. Dude, he's averaging 6.2 a carry, I believe, right now. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. He's number three in the NFL. When he's the on league... his bye week. Right. And, and this week, they're, they're, everything they need to be going over this week during the bye week is hand the ball to Chubb. That's he... the only thing they need to worry about. He should that dude have... is a playmaker, and he should be number Absolutely. one. 
And he personally. But our coach is just retarded. Chubb personally should have roughly 25 rushes a game. I don't think that's yeah, over. 25 rushes and 35 touches a game. Yeah, that's yeah. that's about right. Because well, he's, he's a that, little that more of a, of a about five receptions. Because he's not. He's look, not. Look, when we, look when we played the Ravens and Chubb right. just destroyed them. And what did that do? They got Jarvis Landry almost 200 yards. Yep. They got Odell almost 100 yards. Yep. You know, well, yeah, because then they're the worried about the rush. Things. They're not worried about the passing. And then uh, Baker exactly. can do his thing. I know. Right. But Freddie Kitchens is more worried about getting the passing in going I first. I agree with that. I, and I that's do. the problem. And hey, Look yo, at last year. We only had Chubb and then boom, you know? And in and, and, and the history of the Browns team, we have always been known – for a running game. Never our passing game. We're, we're, yeah, we're North team. We're runners. Yeah, we we're should... a North team where it gets yes. cold and you're going to run the ball more in cold weather yes. to the stadiums. Hey, so, uh, you know. They always try to convert that into uh, passing, and it just not, it does not work for us. Never. I wonder why we, Freddie Kitchens likes passing so much. What position did he play in college? He was a quarterback, uh, wasn't Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rely on your running back a little bit, Freddie. Well, like I said, though, they need to focus the ball on the run. Yeah. And that will open up your pass. You know, Chubb burning the ball is also going to give our defense their breather. And it's just going to make the team overall better. Yeah. Yes, I'll get the fantasy points. And that's cool for me. You know, I'm undefeated right now. I'm 6 and 0. You know, Chubb's on the bye week. So I got Leonard Fournette and I got, uh, who is a Matt Breida going right now. Ooh, so Breida. I'm worried about this. <laughs> I, fa- I I found that uh, weird matchup because uh, when San Francisco's going up against uh, oh hell, I was thinking about this before the show even because Brita, I almost drafted him in a particular league where uh, you can fantasize about being the king of that draft or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but he was going up against was is it the Bears? Who are the Niners playing today? I think it was the Bears. I- I'm sorry, the game I'm interested in watching. Is going to be uh, the Colts and Texans. Okay. I think that's going to be a shootout, man. Should be a that good game. That game's going to be a shootout, I think. I'm yeah. looking forward to the 4 o'clock Ravens-Seahawks game. I want the Seahawks to just crush the Ravens, and then we know just about where we stand as Browns Well, fans. I, I would tell people this, and last year I, I, t- I, I went around, I talked about it, and people looked at me and thought I was crazy. But I told them, if done right, I thought Lamar Jackson could be the best quarterback out of last year's draft. And if he keeps playing the way he's playing this year, he keeps set up for the rest of his career, man. He, he's going to make me right because he is the evolution of quarterback. Quarterbacks that can throw and run are going to be taken over eventually. And everybody is, knows it. I funny because so, that yeah. just goes back to the 50s. Because that's yeah. what they did, yeah. yeah. Everything's cyclical. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. But back in the 50s, they weren't running 4 3 40s as a quarterback. Also, they weren't <laughs> passing quite as much, quite frankly. Uh, usually, you were a runner yeah. or a thrower. You weren't both. And as of yet, Lamar Jackson hasn't been proven to be an exceptional passing quarterback. He's a good passing I mean, he, quarterback. but Yeah, yeah, he, he's got some skill there. He's, he's got to be he's better than Randall Cunningham for me to start to think more of him. And again, he's only in his second season. I honestly thought Allen was the best quarterback out of that draft class. Well, the thing is, he, he gained about 20, 30 pounds. He was a stick last year, Lamar yeah. Jackson. Lamar, yeah. And he's gained, he's gained some weight, so it's actually helping his running game. And he says that power is still now as a quarterback. So it's right. only going to help. You know, and right now, like I tell everybody, in my eyes, Lamar Jackson could be a, a better Steve McNair. 
Ooh, I like that parallel. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah, parallel. All right, right, and that's that's the way I look at him. Is you know he he's got the skill, he's got the talent, he's got some nice pieces around him too in their offense. So. Well, uh, all right. Well, I want I want you guys right, to make you guys. show. I just wanted to call for some football. You hey, guys have a good one. All right. <laughs> yeah, that actually helped a ton. In. Yes. Thank so you, thanks, Jeremy. Jay. All right. Hey, yeah. Uh, Mark, we got to talk later, and Chris, we got to talk later too. All right. Yeah. Lunch anytime, dude. Yep. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Later, Jeremy. Bye. All right. That was Jeremy. And uh, yeah, that helps out a ton because uh, he touched on things outside of the Browns that I was going to talk about. Yep. All I really had with the Browns is they got to look forward past this bye week. Uh, play a respectable game against the Patriots. And what are you touching on? And, Chris um, Kettler, right? Also That's touching on Chris Chris's balls, man. Yeah. Because he's pantsless. Yeah. And <laughs> until next time, this has been Mark Warren telling you that uh, this time has been the most recent. Back over to you, Epic. All right, thank you, sir. I did the thing like you asked yes, me to. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we almost lost Chris. He's, yeah, he yeah, almost lost he Chris. He, uh, well, I just, he yeah, had to clean up. He climaxed with bullshit. just then. Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, Wait, would, that's it? Yeah, that's it. That's oh, it. I mean, we we're, we're running late anyways. Almost um, do three hours. Yeah. I could do this uh, all day. We mm, could, yeah, yeah. I, could too. <laughs> I just touched his leg. Uh, next week on the show, we're going to have uh, singer Garrett Cameron on the show. Yeah. Yep. Garrett. He, I believe he's a country singer. Um, make sure you follow us on the social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. Catch us online, theepicradioshow.com. Uh, check out our merch if you would like merch. to donate to the show. Cash Please app, dollar sign, the Epic Radio Show. <laughs> And that is it, guys. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Yeah, what the fuck, y'all? Look at our shit. All right. Thank you, guys. Love and you, guys. Have a good rest of your Thanks day. And as always, oh, wait, make life wait, epic. Wait. My dad's, my dad's birthday is next Saturday. It is? Yeah. So, happy birthday. There you go. Happy birthday. Yeah. What's your father's name, Ashley? Mike. Mike, happy birthday to you, sir. Yeah, happy good birthday, job. old man. You raised, you raised a very sharp <laughs> yes. young lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. He's, awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. And as always, make life epic. Uh, We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Dear Mr. President, there are too many states nowadays. Please eliminate three. I am not a crackpot. Oh, wow. That was terrible. Hasta la vista, baby. Go! That's my only real motivation is not to be hassled. That fear of losing my job would jump off. I'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. And I thought we're out of time. Bye. Do all that we can do. Come on. Please leave this office. Do we get any sort of souvenir? Get out of my office! Oh my god, I feel so good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Can we get a piggyback? Oh, oh.